0: to the GBHBL Whiplash. I'm Carl with Bre- Brendan. Yep. And it's been a while. It's been a few weeks since we posted one of these where we're going to be playing some music and just talking about some of the stuff that has gone on recently um, in the last few, few weeks. And it's simply because work, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You're work, busy. I'm busy. Summer. World Cup. Busyness. World Cup <laughs> hasn't affected me. It no. hasn't. I've I have not watched a full game to no. this point. I've, I've Dipped in and out, had it in the background. I've yeah. read articles and laughed as everyone's gone out of their shit over VAR, v- VAR, which oh, is right, the video yeah. replay system. Yeah, I think yeah. right. Video assistant referee. That's right, and I get it, and I get all of that, and people going nuts because um, you know this football team got eliminated, Germany gets eliminated, um, Spain gets eliminated, all that stuff. And England are going to bring it home because now apparently, and this is, you can answer this, or we'll start off with football then, yeah. because Welcome this is what's puzzling GBHBL me. the Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, this, this question that's puzzled me, it's, yep. it's doing my head in, right? So the constant thing has been about England having an easier route, England having an easier route. Finish second and you'll live an easier route. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I say with that is that that's
1: all coming from the media and pundits. I don't know a single person who's an England fan who's saying this shit. We're all pissed off when England looked like they threw the game the other day to try and come second. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know a single fan who's like, yeah, that was good, that we come second. No one, it's only the media that are going, no, oh, England might have. Don't,
0: don't buy into the media bullshit, man. Well, good, because <laughs> well, what was bothering me was like, okay, so let's say, I don't know, um, whoever Germany lost to. <clears throat> the whole reason Germany lost them, right, is this team was better. So isn't that still a problem? Like it's it not like depends, oh we, you know
1: because what people do is you go by like a uh, history and history. Yeah. You go oh we always lose to Germany. Mm. So if you don't have to meet Germany, then maybe you can beat the other team. Yep. And it doesn't always work in that if you because this is like you know like when they have like FA Cup games over here and someone like Man United will lose to somebody like Lincoln once yep. in a blue moon. That doesn't now mean that Lincoln are the biggest club in the world. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't mean that now <coughs> anyone who plays Lincoln, Lincoln are
0: better than Man United. It of doesn't course. That way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? All right. Fair <laughs> point. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah. You know I just um. I just, you know, cynical part of me is just like, oh, I, know, yeah, a, I can't is. wait for the heartbreak.
1: Yeah, you know? it's coming. That's the good thing about it year. It's the only good thing about it this year is that, every, again, only talking about people I know, none of us actually believe we're going to win the World Cups. And uh, what we're hoping, I was actually talking to a few people about this last night, what would be a result for us would be we've got a game coming up tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Um, I think uh, Colombia we're playing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. If yep. we beat
1: that, it would be the first time we've got through a knockout round for ages. We're in the quarterfinals, we can go home, young team, Job done. We didn't embarrass ourselves. We got out of the group stage. Happy days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're setting yeah. your. Um... you know Gareth Southgate in Pizza Hut adverts with a paper bag on his face. Or oh like wow!
0: That. I remember that yeah. fucking
1: advert. Because he missed the penalty.
0: Didn't that he? was such a brilliant advert. What yeah. a way to poke fun at yourself. Yeah, exactly. I know he's the manager. I complete. Oh yeah. I mean, I know he's the manager and all that. And but I complete, oh, That was fucking great. Yeah. When it didn't have like Alan Shearer as well and yeah, all that? yeah. They're sitting around the table. All the other England players.
1: And one was with a paper bag on.
0: Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> That's such a great way. Oh, that's, I wonder if that was that got him redemption. Because um, like that's a great you know, way. To I laugh don't remember at him
1: ever being like hated. It was way no way David a Beckham, yeah. Of, a lot of penalty misses or you know people that got a red card or something like that. I it. Mm. I don't remember that. Maybe at the time, probably at the time, there was a little bit of. Do you know what I remember at the time? Well, this is going back a while. I think it's like Euro '96, wasn't it? Yeah. For like twelve. That's years
0: right. Ago. Yeah. The grey, the
1: yeah. grey. I remember the grey kit. If I remember correctly, all, <clears throat> all the fuss at the time was why on earth when we had all these superstar players on the pitch was our defender the only one with the balls to stand up and take it.
0: That's and it. That's probably yeah. why
1: he wasn't. No one hated him because you're like you shouldn't even have to take it. Your fifth penalty taker. Know I mean, you got like we got all these strikers, midfielders, and all that, and they're all going no, no, no. We don't want to do it.
0: And didn't that happen last night as well in the game with Croatia? Did a player miss a penalty and then stepped up and took another penalty? Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, last night. Um, I, I read. I read that it was like he missed matter, it. It, it one of really the early way. penalties. We think. already
1: know he's going to win, do not we? It's all done. Oh, it's Russia. Yeah, obviously Russia. Obviously,
0: that looks suddenly, well, beat
1: us. Apparently, you know, did you see? <laughs> there's, a, there's a little clip being night like shared around at the moment, which is quite funny on the internet. Which. Are, For the Russian penalty that was given using VAR, Mm. it shows the referee looking into the special screen that he gets. And all that's on the uh, screen is a picture of Putin. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he comes away going, penalty. Yep, definitely (laughs) penalty.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, so it isn't actually about football. It is actually supposed to be about rock and metal. And, I mean, here's the thing. It's been a mad few weeks. There's a lot of stuff happened. Significant stuff has happened that we are going to talk about. But um, in regards to one, that we'll, I suppose we'll start with that, um, which is probably the biggest news of the last couple of weeks, which is the death of Vinnie Paul, yep. uh, drummer of Hell Yeah, um, Damage Pan, but yes, basically, most well known for Pantera, and yeah. obviously the brother of Dimebag Daryl. Now, we are going to touch upon it a little bit, but we kind of decided that we wanted to do, um, we, we talked previously in other podcasts about eventually doing a Pantera special, mm-hmm. focused just on Pantera. Well, what better time? then now to do said focus, considering he was the drummer Pantera, one of the biggest, arguably most influential metal bands in the world. But yeah, the news kind of came out of nowhere. I yeah didn't was... think, didn't, I mean, uh, we, we don't know cause of death at this stage. No, I mean, <clears> there's this stuff you read online, but you don't know what's true and what's not,
1: Yeah. They say that he yeah, potentially died in his sleep and had cardiac arrest, but I don't know if that was just people's rumours, so... It, it's, you know, he never, I mean... There was never the... any announcements of him being ill or, or anything like that. He seemed to be, I mean, even up until quite recently, he'd been touring and out playing shows yeah. and everything like that, so it doesn't seem to
0: be... Yeah, I mean, a, we don't think a much lifestyle. Maybe, maybe to him and everyone around yeah, him, yeah, it, was yeah, maybe it, was it was that it was unexpected. I mean, he was a bit of overweight, I suppose, the only thing I could kind of say. Yeah. And you know, like let's, let's not kid ourselves
1: for one second that like, I mean, I don't know how they have been in their elder years, but from my memories of people that, that being in Pantera and watching things like their home videos and mm. stuff like that, it's like how they made it past forty is unbelievable. Yeah, so to there's honest, that, isn't there? You, yeah, like you know, it, I mean, the drinking, the the the, the shen- shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> catches up with you the older you get. Like, wow. But I don't know if they can t- I don't know if they've been like
0: that. For all I know it could have been T-Total for ten years.
1: Mm. I don't
0: know. But it's, it catches up. But yeah, I think um, yeah. So I mean yeah there's not really a lot else to say about it it's like
1: i don't know if it was very, very sad f- news it's not really yeah i guess the only thing i'd probably say and it would be i uh, i big pantera fan wasn't really a big hell yeah fan um you know and i i couldn't give a monkey about the uh phil anselmo slash Vinny hatred and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff but what i do because you're a fan i read a lot of the articles that are going up about yep. Vinny. you know see if i've got any news on it and everything like that and naturally it leads you towards the comments and the, the the kind of biggest current at the moment that's running through <coughs> the comments is <clears throat> basically fans trying like taking one side or the other like this is a side thing oh like some people saying like you know fuck you Phil. you're basically like uh you know somehow you've outlasted both of the brothers and you're the one who's a dick um and then <laughs> other people coming back and saying, well vinnie and Dime would have been nothing if phil hadn't joined pantera and it's like seriously people this is not the time for that shit. you know i, 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 I wouldn't imagine his family and like, oh, it's only his dad, it? and I think he's got. I think he's got a brother as well, or a mm. sister. I know that his mother is dead, and obviously, Dime is. Yeah, but that's, um, that's such... I was, you know, it's just like seriously. Like yeah, somebody that it doesn't matter whether you're even like a fan, hell yeah, Pantera, or like You can still say this guy is an influence in metal. Like he's a huge yeah. influence in metal. I very much doubt phil's sitting at home going, "Yay, Vinny's dead." No, I mean, dead, um like.
0: if you follow Phil on any of his social media, he's been nothing but incredibly respectful about yeah. it. You know, he only. You know what whatever the circumstances were that's you know and the uh, love or hate between them over the years and stuff like that you never want to know that someone you yeah. did at some point or another in your life who had a significant impact on your life died suddenly yeah. so and I, I found know i it really was, odd to be taking sides at a it's, time it's like what, this. that's what that's
1: what i'm saying it's just, i know it's just fans and i know it's the internet and i know you shouldn't take the stuff's hard but i just read that stuff and it does like it sometimes it just makes you think like the fuck is wrong with humanity. the article is about a gazer that we all love is dead yeah and that you go straight to the comments and go yeah, Phil. Yeah, I'm on Phil's side in this. It's like, it's not a side.
0: It's really, yeah. That's, <laughs> this is a side
1: yeah. thing. It's just pay respects. Job done. Leave it. Mm.
0: Yeah, so we'll do our best at paying respects when we come to the, when we do our future Pantera special. But um, I forgot to mention at the start. Might as well do it now. We do have tracks on this podcast. We have five to play from you. A really, really unique range as well. We'll have tracks from Deus of Vermin, Dead Furries, Scars of Credence, Cooley and Cosmoga. That's five tracks and all very different. And we are basically gonna start one right now. I'm gonna start off with a fucking heavy. So yeah, we're starting with Deus of Vermin. Falling on from that excellent demo release last year, it was called um oh god, it's Roman numerals, so I think it amounts to 20. No, that's what's M 50? Yeah, is M50? I don't know. It's a number. M M-X-V-I-I. Um, the Roman for that. But anyway, they released their debut EP, Monument to Decay, on the 15th of June, 2008. It's basically six tracks, plus an intro, of pummeling death melt. I mean, it's an assault to the senses with furious pace. And kicking it off with that pace is the very, very heavy opening track, Swarms. So, Enjoy. to find out what we were struggling to find out, what those Roman numerals actually amount to. Yep, it's not 50, it's <laughs> 2017. So the year, yeah, it makes <laughs> sense, that so was the year it was goddamn released. That um, also makes it a lot less inspiring a title though. Yeah, like, well, that's, that's really
1: cool. cool, I wonder what the numbers
0: mean but then the year of But then I always find <laughs> that in the majority of demos it's like, it's like demo, demo 2 or demo yeah. this, You know, there's only so much you can bloody do with a demo. Yeah, but it's cool that they released their first EP and I think it's a great EP, um, you can read interviews, it's been our track of the week as well and obviously on the podcast as well. So, do you want to talk festivals? Yeah, it's all festivals. Yeah, so basically we're now, we're in the height of festival season in the UK. Yep. Uh, some of the biggies have now gone, and even in Europe, I mean, it's, uh, some of the big ones have now gone by. We've done downloads, it's been and gone, um, Hellfest so is done, done. Grass Pop's done, um, and just this past weekend, Rambler Man. We, we did, we were originally going to try and do a Rambler Man preview, yep. but truth be told, well, A, we didn't have the time, but also, I think it would have been like
1: ten minutes long. Yeah, I don't think there was an awful lot there that was obviously really interesting. I mean, the reason we didn't go, I think, because uh, there wasn't much that was there. Yeah, that I, would be really, not for us anyway.
0: I um, yeah, you know, several times I sort of considered, oh, maybe a day because it was really hot and it's yeah. sunny and it's it's local to us as well. It's kind of like, mm, maybe, 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 maybe it's worth it. But every time I looked at it, I couldn't justify the money because I like I'd be normally like at a festival. I'm kind of like, well, there are plenty of bands I, I'm interested. I could just check out. That I was looking at Rambler, man. I'm thinking I can't find anything that I really, really beyond like that. I'm curious enough to make it worthwhile. Yeah. And um, even when doing the top ten bands to check out, you know, I initially went through the lineup, wrote, and I I had two by the end of it, and was like, well, that's not good. (laughs) And I was like, look at it again and go right, right, right. What ones would be, you know, if you were there, would you go fair enough, you know, this and so on. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, man. See. What longevity do you think this festival has? Because I I don't want to I don't make any bold presumptions. I've seen pictures. It looked like it was busy. It looked yeah, like yeah, it
1: was popular. It looked, it
0: looked like it had sold well. Yeah. <laughs> but those pictures, I think, can be deceiving, um, in a sense, because of the distance and stuff. But what I'm, I, I you look at the lineup, and I look at who's at the top, and I look at who they got this year, and so on, and I think, okay. Do you think this has any longevity, Rambler Man? I don't know. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. So it's, it's just it's
1: going to be up to them isn't it? The reality of it is, is that they need to sell mm. all or the majority of their tickets to make it worthwhile and to do that they need to big bit bring reasonably sized bands in. Yep. They're going to sell sell tickets obviously but that costs bucks. Mm. <laughs> That's it. But there are a lot of I don't know if this is fair. Like, Rambling Man's quite big. I, like, considering it's a local festival, it's quite a big local festival. Yeah, it's you not, can camp. It's not like so, yeah. one of these like, little village ones. Right? That's I mean, right, it's, yeah. It's, it's got a fair amount going on there. It's a reasonable size. It's got a couple of stages, a couple of tents. Yep. Yeah. So it's quite, it's quite, it's quite a... I don't know, I'm trying to think of like what, this was, what is it was. Probably about... It's got to be around 10,000 people,
0: is not it? Oh, it's got to be more than that, I reckon. Considering the size of the, the big, festival site, I would... Yeah, if fun. I was to take a guess, because of the festival site and the camping, I would say 50. Because Sonosur was 50. And that's bigger than Bloodstock then. Yeah, Yeah. I would think so. I don't know if... I would think so, yeah. I
1: mean, if if that's the case, then I I think they're going to struggle to stay around at that size. Right. I don't think they can because, I mean, you look at the lineup this year. I know it's hard for us to do this because we're into metal. And some of the things on it. I, there were a few bands that I thought I wouldn't mind seeing if I was there. But Absolutely, I I yeah. Just to go and see. Yeah. However, you know, if I was there and we had a group of us, I'd be like, yeah, let's check that, let's check oh, that. Oh yeah, out. yeah, and yeah. I, was, I would have, I would have had a good day. I know I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we would have done. Even yeah. if I didn't come out of there with like some cracking new bands or anything like that. That's but it. They have a nice little new blood stage for local bands,
0: which like last year. We, when, I got when a question. We went, well, I will ask you now? Yeah. So yeah, great. The uh, they have the um, the rising stage as they call yeah. it. Why is it only one day? Why is it only on one day, Saturday, know. and not both days? That puzzled me as well. I mean, the whole time
1: is around the festival were a bit strange, though, not they? Yeah. You know, like, for example, the day tickets on a Saturday uh, for you, so you can start entering at midday. I yeah. don't know if that's normal or not. That, to me, that seemed very strange. That's like, maybe I've got a drinking problem. I'm like, that's half my day gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I want to get in the bloody gate at 9 o'clock, grab my beer and start watching the first band by 9.30. It's all done. Fucking <laughs> getting in at 12 o'clock. There's, I don't think a band starts until after well, 12. Wow, I'm still getting get, like, tanked up ready, can I? <laughs> a little bit of karaoke or whatever now but you know like I, I don't know i guess there are a lot of festivals now and a lot of local festivals and um i know a couple and I, actually i know a guy who runs one who won't be listening to this podcast trash okay video. fair enough uh and it's down in like a little village in kent called i, 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 I don't even know but the the, the festival was called uh the village the vicar's picnic right right <laughs> check it out online at some point right and like it's already happened again it's not but you know you'll see the same bands play this local festival as you see it rambling that okay so I, essentially i think you have this touring like for example i think it was last year they had reef headline it really yeah. that big yeah so and this is what it is and these bands that are maybe you know the 90s brit pop and a little bit earlier or bands where many members have passed away
0: okay right yeah I have the 2018 no, just, lineup fun loving criminals so it's not happened yet
1: oh it's not happened yet. Friday
0: and Saturday the 21st of July and um yeah I mean it's Sunday it's Saturday headliner Friday and Saturday that's weird yeah I guess because it's,
1: uh, it's essentially, from what I remember the guy telling me about, it's done on a village screen. Okay. So they probably spend the Sunday, uh, you know, like being, I know it sounds silly, but old Kent villages still have a lot of like rules around them about maybe the church on Sunday and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe like Sunday's like a clean-up day and, Yeah. you know, that sort of stuff.
0: But yeah, I mean, fun-loving criminals. I but mean, you look at that and you think like, okay, a fair few of these bands
1: I would see at Ramblin' Man. Yeah, and yeah. The, you know, like Cast and yeah. people like that. You know, they get a lot of like the kind of cover bands. And uh, to me, in a way, and I that. right, this is probably a little controversial, they're not cover bands, but you know, when we go around Man and we yeah. see Thin Lizzy, and we see all these bands which are like one original member or two yep. original members, in a way, it's like a covers band. Yeah, you know, really. Five or six almost, other yeah. people with one original member playing hits of a band, and it's it's cool. It's not like I'm dissing it, you know, it's yeah. great, but it's not like the band, is it? Yeah. And that's like kind of what you get there. You get a band like Cover the Sex Pistols, you know, yes. maybe the drummer from the Sex Pistols is in it. <laughs> you know, it's that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So there is a rotation for this uh, and there are loads of bands on it but not for the size that rambling man is these sorts of things are going to be these are village squares that you know you can camp there so it's not going to be tiny but i'd be very surprised if stuff like the vickers picnic is more than
0: five to eight thousand people really i'd be very surprised yeah see i don't it doesn't so yeah okay no no i'm well off you were closer daily capacity according to 2017 is fifteen thousand.
1: Okay, still, it's still a fair size. Still a fair size, but yeah, they way off. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. So yeah, I mean, does Rambling Man have any longevity? Uh, it's up to them, really. Mm. Can they generate enough revenue to bring in big bands? My worry is is that their ticket prices at the moment are not cheap. No, there's that as um, well. Yeah, they're they're at the kind of mark where some of the larger festivals are already, yeah. to on, be day already. on day tickets. Already, yeah. Um, but the lineup is an awful lot weaker.
0: Yeah, a lot
1: less bands as well. You are talking about yeah. maybe twenty a day. But this is also we have to keep in mind. This is because it's not our music scene. Because I, you know, because I'm, I'm, of being there before, I follow Rambling Man on Facebook and yep. look out at their announcements and I read the comments because I love reading comments and seeing what people are moaning about. Oh yeah, it's
0: great fun. Yeah. And uh,
1: Generally, there are an awful lot of excitement about the bands that are like at Rambling Man. I thought from yep. what I was following, and I was like, they would, you know, people are name dropping the band. Going, I can't believe he's going to hear it. Everyone's yeah. loving it, and I'm like, I never fucking heard of them. No, So I you know, agree. Maybe, maybe some people are looking at Rambling Man going, "This is the best festival ever. It's got my perfect lineup." You know, I'm looking at it and going, "Fucking Chaz, Chaz and Dave." You're having a lot of things. Yeah, that one. That I mean, yeah. They pulled out anyway.
0: Yeah, th- yeah, they did yeah, pull out. But um,
1: illness. But you know, I was just looking at. It, I was thinking like, bloody hell, it's not even like. Well, I, I would never have seen it as rock. I've always liked comedy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I. To be honest, you know, I thought they were a joke band. Yeah, and then I'm like, they like third from top on one of the stages, like got an hour slot, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? You know, but they play like anything, and that's that's where I'm kind of like. Surrounding so Man is charging, like, £60, £70 for a day ticket. Mm. And it's like, here's Chaz and Dave. And it's like, yeah, are you fucking serious? But like, is that just us? I, yeah, feel, I, feel, like, I feel I like... Mean, Chaz and Dave are famous for a reason. Yeah, but, like, it's still selling itself as a rock festival. A rock festival, because it's majority of rock bands. But then again, and the first as well, I'm like, why is Me and My Man there? Nurgle, no, yeah, yeah, the Side yeah, Project, yeah. and shit like that. And it's like, fair enough, like, a slot. But, like, these aren't... But it's
1: what you did, you know. When we talked about Bloodstock, and we said like, uh, they, blood, Bloodstock turned itself around. But at one point, when the lineup for Bloodstock was being announced, it was a worry that all the money had been spent on like Judas Priest, yeah. Nightwish, and Gojira. Yeah. There was a point where we were like, Oh yeah, there's a couple. You, I mean,
0: there still are. Yeah. Mr.
1: Biggs and stuff, you know. You know, and you you wonder is that you know, the, you know, if you have that small amount of money, and you're like, okay, we're gonna people like Chaz and Dave are still gonna come out bloody fee, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know they didn't end up playing, but if you're gonna bring like their therapy there. You know, these are like, uh, you know. I'm not saying they're going to be the same price as like a, a a Nightwish or a Judas Priest, but they're still going to command a reasonable fee. Well, maybe they're spending
0: money headlines yeah, then. That's probably like the cult, what it is. like I know the cult, a big band, obviously yeah. headlined, but like I'm going to sound well stupid here, but because I know who the members are. But when I saw Mot the Hoop, yeah, yeah. I generally went, who?
1: But yeah, see, where I was, the, I was the opposite. I was kind of like, oh, I really like to see that.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: not not just because I know that. You know, again, I know enough about the band I probably wouldn't I, well I'd hope while they're playing I'd be like oh I know this song or I know this oh, song okay. I wouldn't be able to sit here now and rattle off like my favourite ten albums of no <laughs> theirs but they're a name in the guitar driven music area of a band that I, I know a lot of people talk about older people especially Okay. and I've never seen them so if I could it was the same as seeing Europe I'd never seen Europe and I was, wouldn't
0: have gone and paid 30 quid to go see him in the roundhouse no but wrong. you were there so i you was don't... there and i had a
1: bloody great time i was like yeah it's cool
0: i suppose that's only how i was going to look at ramen man as a uh, it does survive in it every yeah. year it's kind of like it's local to us it's a good day out let's just wait and see if that if there's enough justification to make yeah, that money worthwhile
1: d- and to be honest you know we didn't really talk a lot about it this year because i think like we were all just looking at the lineup and deciding that it probably wasn't for us anyway yeah. but if, okay, it's just not impossible to do this, but if you know the weather in advance mm. and you knew the weather was going to be like this, and we could have got a little group of five, six, seven of us or so, whatever to jump yep. in like a big taxi or whatever to get down there, yep. you know, I would have gone with that lineup still. You know, do you know what I mean? I was saying it's more for the day out, and if I, if, you had, if you had the right crew with us, yeah, right yeah, group of people, nice sunny day, go down there. We didn't have all the bikes like last year trying to get in. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> know, last year, sorry, yeah. it was a, a year, the year or two, before, now, right? yeah. Because um, that was that would have
0: been painful in this heat. Oh yeah, yeah, it would have been yeah. But, you know, no, you are right. Would you say it like there, that?
1: Sit your camping chairs down, nice ales. There was loads of ales down there, weren't there?
0: No, you always say it like that because even midweek, I remember speaking to my wife and saying like, "Should we? Mm. Should we?" And it was kind of because it was because like it's so local and nice weather and all that. And it is when it comes down to it, rock music. Yeah, and I, I don't really like. Um, you know, last, last time we went, you know, uh, with enough drink me, I had a wicked time at um, Ginger Wild Heart and shit yeah, like that, you absolutely, know? absolutely, yeah. So like... St. all that stuff. Yeah. It just
1: good fun. Yeah, you are it right. It wasn't like the world's greatest music. There was some real like terrible stuff going on. There was, on. So, yeah. But it was still fun because we had a good crew of people, didn't we? Yeah, Brendan's talking back around. I'm sorry, Ramblin', man. Stay long. Do you know what the just, problem just with festivals cool is? Just more bands I like. I tell you what the problem is, and this is why we're talking like, about Rambler Man like this. Is because the festival that we go to is so late in the year that we're watching everybody else go yeah. to fucking festivals now, and we're going. Do you know well, Let's just go Rambler Man then. Yeah, we you, want one. You <laughs> are
0: right. You are right. Everyone's <laughs> festival season. It's sunny. Everyone's off. That as well. That online, everyone's like, getting on, great weather because even Download that normally gets hit and miss weather. Got it. It's all right. Enjoyed an entire weekend. It's I, all right
1: though. Bloodstock put an announcement up earlier on saying the long term weather forecast looks
0: like we're going to be getting very very hot weather so make sure you stock up on sun cream. oh thank fuck thank so fuck just they better be right so continuing to think about festivals because it's going to tie into um, Hellfest uh, I don't you watched the video but Hellfest ended our festival and then went here's some of our bands for 2019 okay. which I absolutely loved I haven't seen it no. um, I love I lo- what the video was great because it did each one and kind guess, of picked each <laughs> one um, yeah have a guess actually there are one of them a headliner All and right, then there okay. were four others and one of them those four is doing a last ever French show there Last ever French show? French show. Bloody hell. Maiden? No. They're the Maiden there? No, that would Aussie? imply Maiden retiring then, wouldn't it? Oh, no, you're saying the headliner. No, the headliner is someone who hasn't played s- festivals for a long time. Oh, wow. I well. think they're incredibly overrated. Okay. But trust me, like it's been a very long time, so it's caused quite a stir. Well, it's not machine, though, is it? No, no, <laughs> <not machine. laughs> no. I don't know.
1: No, gonna just tell me, because I'll get for all day long. Man of War. Oh, Okay. No, I'm not. I'm surprised they're headliner. I know that, who they are. I don't know how big a band they are and all that. But yeah. I, still, I, I thought like a headliner on a second stage or something.
0: Like no, that. no, no. They're big enough for that. I mean, me, per, like I said, I said uh, that I think they're incredibly overrated. I don't are they as good as Man of War? <laughs> I've never been a fan. I've never been a fan of Man of War. I did, a st- but they are huge. People love them. People fucking love them. So right, I, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a fan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I didn't think they were big enough for headlining. I oh, like okay. all that. It's that
0: power kind of like a. Dream trolley kind of messing yeah about that sort of stuff. I think it's, uh, like I said. I think it's, a, it's not it's not for me, but I think it's a great headline no, 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 that we managed yeah. to get. Yeah. Um, which I would also then suggest that that could be a potential download headliner as well. Could then because they, they do there. tend to share a lot of the same bands. Um. Right, well, which is the one who's doing the last ever French show? Last ever French show. Yeah. So they're on their they're on the way out basically. That's so just the trying
1: clue. to think. I trying. Is, is, it, is, it, is Aussie Ozzy still touring? Like with Black, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Zach, Like that.
0: Yeah, well, it's not, not obviously nothing it's to nothing do with that. that. So it's the last ever French show. Fucking hell, who's on the way out? They're all on the way out, aren't they? Officially on the way out. I've already said they're on the way out. And they're just now doing effectively a world tour. Oh, Slayer? Slayer. Oh, right. So Slayer's last ever French show is going to be Hellfest next you year. You know
1: what, I'm struggling with that one because this is probably just me not knowing enough about man war because I would have thought Slayer were the headline. <laughs> to be honest with you, the last ever French show, Hellfest, they're a massive. Might press. be like second from top, yeah, but It's Hellfest. Hellfest yeah. is like 120,000 well, people, suppose, isn't it? Hellfest. It, it tends to come across to me as in like Hellfest is like download a little bit to me. No, you... Uh, you... Are lots of maidens, you know, lots of lots of the same headliners.
0: No, you, no, I think Hellfest, other than Wacken, wha- wha- Wacken, I hope you not want to say it, is um, pro- is the probably the most extreme, like not in the sense of like like when you compare it to the likes of um. Rocket Am, Rock Am Ring and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Uh, Hellfest is predominantly ninety-nine percent pure heavy. Like this year's lineup like I've been to Hellfest 2014. Yeah. Um and every year the lineup constantly tempts me because it's so, they they really it's it's download. A lot of the bands download, but none of the shit that download tend to bring. Right. That's what I love at Hellfest. And I love the stages, I love the variety, and you get a lot more different bands over there that'll that are doing like European festival runs but not coming to the UK. Um so, yeah, the other three are Carcass. Oh, cool. That's cool. Dropkick Murphys. That'd be a bit fun, I suppose. And uh, Mass Hysteria, who I'm not play... familiar with. No. But apparently they're a big deal, Mass Hysteria. Because
1: uh, there was a lot of people I saying, oh, oh, it's so cool. Dropkick Murphys will play that uh, cracking track, Bastards. <laughs> 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 no, no, we saw Carcass in me at Coming. Yeah, yeah, back, great. And, uh, yeah, it's great fun. Yeah, yeah great band. Mm. British band as well, I believe. Would you, you ever... Bands. Would you ever consider... Would you ever. ...European? Spin the bottle. Um, yeah, I would do, but uh, it's hard work at moment <clears their throat> because I've got a six-year-old door. Mm. That's all it is. It's, um, it's a lot of money. Uh, and
0: all festivals are a lot of money, don't get me wrong. It's not like it's that much more than going somewhere else. Oh, no, but, you know, uh, price-wise, uh, you know, it can be cheaper. It's just the extra stuff. Yeah, like, and it's... You know, yeah. That's where it comes and c- cost comes up.
1: It's, yeah, mm. I mean, I'm not against
0: the idea. I've always wanted to go Wacken just purely because
1: it's Wacken and I was a young Metler and mm. everyone would talk about Wacken. I honestly, I'll be totally honest with you. Honestly, I don't think, right? It's like I'd enjoy the music. I don't think I would enjoy the festival environment at either Hellfest or Wacken or Download or any of them because yeah. I'm not massively into fucking crowds. Yeah, and these places are crowded. To, I know, like some of them are. I mean, I think you might have said, didn't you say Hellfest is quite spread out? Oh yes, yeah, huge. So you get plenty of. It takes up a like town. With download, download, is like you know.
0: Yeah, Download. Download could be a bit because the Download walks is what bothers me. Hellfest is large. It's spread up, but because they effectively take over a part of a town. It's um, incredibly well spread out and like this is,
1: this is what I said. So looking at the Hellfest lineup yeah. for 2018, this is what I'm saying. It's why I look at it and I'm like, okay, so I get what you're saying. There's some heavier bands there, but the Saturday Avenged Sevenfold, uh, so Avenged Sevenfold, Bullet for My Valentine, yeah. Jonathan Davis, Limp Bizkit. Yeah, this is why I say it. I say it's quite commercial. Oh. You know, I've got Europe, I've got a Perfect Circle, what we call that. but that's it's Stone main Sour, stage. Marilyn Manson, Alison Chains, Arch Enemy. Yeah, it's the same stuff.
0: Yeah, but it's that's still like main stage. No, you say
1: downloads not commercial and then these guys have almost exactly the same band no i wouldn't say
0: it was commercial in that sense i mean when you say like it's the bands that you expect body count you know it's just all
1: but they work that's they do share a lot like i said yeah like like you said you get down to the lower stages a few like nice little kind of black metal areas and stuff like yeah you know but
0: that's what they tend to do like structure it that way yeah um, yeah, so we are going to we are going to do a Bloodstock special, but it won't come till near the time. The lineup isn't 100 yet; isn't 100 complete yet. So it's kind of hard to be like, oh yeah, well let's talk through Bloodstock yeah. well, and ignore yeah. <coughs> the last few bands. I think uh, I think I did. I was counting the other day for fun to work out how many more slots are available, and I worked out that there's no more room in the main stages. Right. It matches up to what was last year and year before, which is nine in each. No more rooms under Sophie, Lancaster, 11 on each. Um, the Master stage has a few gaps here and there, yeah, yeah. and uh, New Blood, Sunday has 11 bands, but the other days only has nine. Right. So it means there's a few more, I'll uh, probably Metal to the Masters. I think there's a couple done. more still to go. Yeah. yeah, which is probably those ones there. So I think we're probably looking at one final Bloodstock announcement, maybe maybe the week, week ending July, like last week of July, yeah. like that kind of thing, and then then that's it, really. So. We could do it, but it's kind of like, well, let's wait for those new blood bands, yeah. um really, to be fair. Um I think that's, that's, that's it, really, on festivals. Yeah, we'll be doing that for into the future, so make sure you, you check that out. Let's do another check song. Let's do another song. Right, let's keep it heavy, though. Let's go into to do the debut single from the Kent UK-based band, Scars of Credence. And this is called Asylum. A uh, fairly new band. This isn't from an album or anything like that. It's literally their debut single. They put it out there and they let me play it. So enjoy. Mm. Um, I should say they're a metalcore band, but which if you don't have metalcore, you go, oh fuck sake. But no, it's good. It's really fucking good. So enjoy. <laughs> Live recently, live on your own, Uh, like about me, or done something separate. Yeah, no, it's been a couple of weeks since this happened, but we're going to talk about it because we haven't had a chance to talk about the podcast. But the Golden Gods, we went to the Metal Hammer Golden Gods award show, yeah. Um, because I scored a few free tickets, yeah. Um, and we went, we got in, like I made out like it was gonna be a big deal, we were gonna get in, it was never really packed in there either. It's a funny fucking thing at the Indigo at the O2 Mm. Arena in uh, london which is like on the same day as shakira was playing yes 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 which made parking interesting mm, I ma- yeah i made my free ticket one of the most expensive free tickets i've ever had in my life oh god <laughs> to yeah be honest. but um yeah we saw well because of course although it's an award show it also um has bands playing it does. and ultimately i get well you probably said it the only reason you ended up you said you'd come in the end was because parkway drive were... Yeah. it's
1: not a great like timing for the event i get why they probably do it well it was like monday night mm. wasn't it Right so you the download. The download. Yeah, probably a lot of tired people and all that but it's also probably the cheapest day to book out something like the indigo yeah <laughs> to be yeah. honest, you could do that on a friday or saturday night and no, 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 i can't imagine so it? yeah you know, it was, it was, it's one of those things that you get this a lot of some gigs don't you when you're not feeling like you just left work or whatever it is and then when you get in there you enjoy it so, yeah a couple of beers yeah. and starts liven you up a bit you know i wasn't feeling it i drove down there straight from work I was in my work gear, so then I changed in the car park in broad daylight in front of everyone, <laughs> standing there in my pants while people are walking past going to a Shakira gig, wondering what I'm doing. I was like, i am just getting my metal top on, hang on. Going to see Parkway Drive! <laughs> it's pretty much why, yeah, because the main reason why I wanted to go, becoming a big fan of their, well, I'm a big fan of their most recent album. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first opportunity, really, I guess, to see them since, well, we
0: don't know they were at download, but yeah. aside from download. What well, was that? Uh, yes, yeah, it, it was the first time, what well, was the first time? I, either I said I don't pretty sure I've never caught them even like on a smaller stage back in the day at another festival no I'm pretty sure I'm pretty so, sure I haven't seen them at all
1: yeah I, Yeah. I've, other than, I've known their name for years oh Probably, yeah I've yeah. Not been a fan of them for years at all I wouldn't have even said pre this album that I would have been able to name like an album or a song no it was literally you this know? album that
0: turned you around yeah yeah, yeah absolutely um, yeah cuz it was a uh, as well as Parker Driver's Baroness Baroness were good. Yeah, they were fantastic. I'm a huge Baroness fan and they There's never some, let me down, man. They're was, always great live. There were some... Uh, I'm trying to remember who else. Meshuggah. Meshuggah, Meshuggah did what Meshuggah do, um, which is come out, play loud music. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. This isn't me being negative. I'm a yeah, fan. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, I can only watch so much Meshuggah after a while before it starts to bleed and blend into each other. Um, you know, they're, they're they've... Oh, well, I can't remember what I was talking about the other day, but it was basically... Um, I kind of see them now as they're, they're, they're happy with their position and they're not looking to ever shake the tree. Like, they know they're big big enough to be here, but they don't... Like, they don't I, I, I don't ever see Meshuggah taking a risk and trying to push themselves up to the upper tier. You know, they 20-plus years into their career. It seems to me they're more than likely just happy to sit where they are. Um, There was... Mirka, Mirka. Mirka. Was the, 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 um, the, the, the buzz around Mirka is something I've not been aware of, um, obviously female-fronted uh, folk metal kind of thing, um, and we were promised some special acoustic show, and it was one song with yeah. a cello player, and we both, I think, came <sighs> away gone, going, that doesn't help, like, no, it, it doesn't me. help. Uh, yeah, I mean, I
1: thought it was terrible, although I yeah.
0: did, it was so boring. I don't know yeah, it was. necessarily
1: what the band are, but that's all I've got to see of them now, so it yeah. needs a bit of a taste, and like, when, you know, should I go and check them out? Saying, I don't know I Don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which might be unfair, but yeah. Who am I forgetting? I'm trying to think of who the band were that you saw at the beginning that had a, a kind of electro thing going on. Oh, I
0: can't remember, yeah. Really. They're, um, they're, yeah, there was like a electro DJ bloke. I uh, can't remember who it was. Um, Kind of like a synthy vibe. Yeah. <laughs> go check out a review on the site. Yeah, that that'll help. Um, but yeah, and the only other show I've been to since then is I went to see a Perfect Circle. Spent way too much money to see a Perfect Circle. I know a lot of people be like, "Oh, you got a ticket to why oh, are you complaining for?" And somehow, like <laughs> you know, I don't really want to go. It isn't really my jam. I've never been a big fan of Perfect Circle. Well, here's the thing. This is where where it gets annoying. I've never been a big fan. Yeah. And then, but then the new album, I think it's brilliant. That's the annoying thing. They like the new album's brilliant, and it's like, so. I had this thing, right? Where it happens a lot. I can't, I get, I don't get annoyed because I don't really care what other people think about. I can't It would be a bit like being around people in a gig who are there just because they want to hear a, a song that was played from 2000. Yeah. And now I, I was impressed by Perfect Circle. I thought it was very, very good. One of the um, things I praise and I stand by praising is how the band appeared and performed on stage. Um, one other thing, I do I do like Maynard James Keenan uh, as a person. I do wish he'd shut up a little bit about his view on phones um, in the basis that, now, well, we'll get onto that conversation in a minute, but um yeah. on the basis of the fact that, um, like, Maynard, it's cool when you're rich and you've got all that money and you've got all your contacts, you don't need to be on your phone. But when you're someone like us who is constantly trying to keep an eye on our site, update, answer emails, there's a reason why I got my head buried in the phone. It's not because I'm fucking on Facebook checking the latest of updates yeah. of food. I'm trying to make something. Yeah, You were doing it once upon a time, mate. So why don't stop going, doing that thing? So many that snooty that... thing where they go, hmm, the youth of today, the all they do is look in their phones. They're going to get run over." Yeah, different know? ways
1: you can look at it as well because I'm sure they don't all mean it this way, but what is he basically saying? Like, put your phones out, stop looking at your phones, look at me! <laughs> well, ultimately, that's
0: what they're saying about the banning of the phones at the, the show. I totally man. get
1: the fact that, you know, for a privacy... Uh, sorry, not for privacy. Sorry, for, like, copyright and stuff like that, people filming... Shows, they're not even filming anymore, they're streaming direct to yeah. YouTube, and that shit shouldn't be going
0: on. Like, Ooh. they should
1: do what they can to do that. But I have a six year old daughter. If my phone beeps while it's in my pocket at a gig, they're gonna have to throw me out because I'm checking it. Well, do it does. I'm gonna do ignore
0: it. What they're saying is
1: go out, leave the. the I'm not gonna do that, they'll have to throw me out. It's... I will stand there well I'm not gonna go out to check my my personal phone or my personal property. My daughter might be texting me because she needs something or something might have happened. And I have to leave the show that like, I've paid good money to go in there. No, nah. you can throw me out if you
0: want, but that would be an interesting tussle. It would be. <laughs> would you not say if you're. if Right, so you buy your ticket and then. And it's all part and parcel. It's on, and you're told beforehand it's part of the terms and conditions that say this is in place at the show before you buy your ticket. What happens if I. Have an illness and I fall over and die
1: and I need to call an ambulance. Am I not allowed to? Or do I need to get outside? Yeah, first? I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they I think you're being quite pedantic about. It. I think what they're trying. What
1: I'm to- saying is, what they have what, what all these bands are doing is they're making a the generalisation that every every fucker in that place who's got a phone out is trying to rip them off. I think. And actually, they need to like rein that back in. Now, If I'm standing there with my phone up for five minutes. Filming, which you can see clearly from any position or in any venue, whether people are filming or using their phone for other reasons. Yeah, that's one thing. If I pull my phone out and snap a picture, why should I not be allowed to do that? It's
0: it, again, I think it's that dependent on what you of how many times you're doing it. See, I think the way a public circle approached it was good. I think ultimately it, they because basically before they came on stage, a PA announcement made two announcements, the same one twice, and it said it. Why? It didn't just go, "Don't do it." It said, "Why." And it said, basically, of respect for the band and respect for your fellow um, attendee. Can you please refrain? Now, I don't think for a second that you pull your phone out to, to snap a quick picture or to text someone. I don't think that's what it's about. I think by doing that broad don't use your phone thing. Yeah. You, you're trying to. That's ma- fine. I've got no problem the with band stopping the whole Yeah. I mean, phones were one thing. It's
1: got the tablets now, and that's yeah. Yeah, I've got beyond a fucking joke. That's be beyond the joke. People standing there almost with like a thirty-two inch fucking TV screen up in front of them. Yeah, yeah, three D guys. You get to everything. the point where I'm standing behind and watching the show on an iPad. Yeah, cause it's clearer than the show. Yeah, and but they're not filming uh, a track. They're not taking a picture for a memory, uh, or something like that. The bands have to realize, like you said about like your trying to create something, that's why you're there. You need to get a picture. You want to put a picture in a review, mm-hmm. and what you're doing that for, yeah, okay, a perfect circle might not need it, but what you're actually doing is to try and promote bands. Yes. You know? For some bands, it's a good thing when a, people whip a phone out and stream a video to YouTube at an unknown show with a, barely any, you know. And oh! Getting, and you know what I mean? So it's a size thing. It's yeah, public circle can do this. Right. You got, yeah. The problem with size, right? So there are people today, potentially, who yep. have, say, or there probably are oh, loads of them who've never seen Metallica and are praying for Metallica to come back to the UK next yep. year or the year after so they can see them for the first time. When they see them for the first time and Metallica maybe start playing the notes of their favourite song yep. and they want to capture that moment yep. and that might re- mean recording 30 seconds, it might re- mean recording a whole, So song. It's not necessarily being done to rip them off. For a lot of people it's being done to capture moments so you look back at them and I've got loads of stuff on my yep. phone, like, Bits of songs from Ord and and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And I look back at them and I show Rose when I get back and I go, oh, look, here's the band, that yep. you like. Yeah, and it creates that memory based on that band. Now I get that that's not everybody and there are people that are trying to rip them off, but how the fuck are they gonna police that? What they're gonna do is they're gonna say, well, we're gonna take the judgment that you're all bad and say none of you can do it.
0: No, no, I, I, I actually see it this way. I'm seeing it this way and this is what I think they're trying to do. It's, it, and I, I, I use, I'm gonna use the smoke in comparison. In the sense that we were told we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't do that. And what they ended up doing, in a sense, like, right, so there was an outright ban, you can't smoke in a pub, you can't smoke here, right, fair enough and stuff like that. But in turn, what that ended up doing was making it almost like you'd feel guilty a little bit. Feel a little bit bad if you were smoking even out in public. Say, like, used to be a regular more thing that, um, when I used to get buses, that people would stand at a bus shop and smoke. And I think what ended up happening from that smoking ban was that people started to, a lot, a lot of people I uh, was quitting and just didn't feel as comfortable as it is I don't th- perfect second must know in head. a head and man must know in his head that you, 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 you're you, pushing against the tide. but if you can make it so that everyone's kind of aware that oh, I'm, I've got my phone up for five minutes like you know and change people's perception of that and that maybe it's not okay to be doing it for that long that's yeah, no, not I, a bad I get thing all that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing and if they can get
1: people to put their phones down and people to stop streaming illegally and the mm. bands can make more money somehow maybe people buy the music because they don't see the whole show or they come to the show because they're not going to see it on youtube that's great i just don't see how they're going to police it and i also just think like you know if if, if bands like with people like Keenan in it, people that have a, a a voice in the metal world who can maybe have an impact on wider things want to deal with some fucking issues that plague metal then the fact that somebody might be taking a picture of you you know somebody who, who might idolize you mm-hmm. it's probably like the least of the list of problems why not you know, use your use your force to help us out with ticket prices. Yep. You know, why don't you get involved in something like that?
0: Yep. You're I... not
1: bothered about that because you make money out of that. You're only bothered about the bit you're not making money out of, which is a fucking YouTube streaming. Now, I get he's right. I mm. get he's right. You know, so it's all right. As long as we're paying him 35, 40, 50 quid or whatever to go to their shows, that's all right. We don't mind knocking them on that one. Yeah. The minute they try and take something back of us, we're going to have that. And that's another way. I'm not saying that's what they're doing. I'm not saying they're sub. They're consciously sitting there talking like that. No. But we know that we get hit hard. Not us personally, but the metal world get hit hard on ticket prices, on on all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. We get help. We get bands like you know. Have, when did you say the last time the Perfect Circle played before?
0: Uh, it was what 2003. No, 2007 go. or something like that. So You're going like back over a decade. Yeah.
1: You know, so now people have come along to see you, <clears throat> paid that money to come and see you, to make you money to come and see you, and you're telling them you can't take a picture of me. Yep. I agree. I, do you know what I mean? It's like I'm not saying he's right or wrong or anything like. It's just there's a balance. It's, there, it's, isn't it? it's a really it
0: is one of those difficult subjects, and it's one of those things that's like it's only time will tell. And the problem is, is our, the only band I know that are where are, are doing this other than like I think Kate Bush in the pop world. Um, yeah, is a perfect circle. Yeah, and it's the same problem with Maiden and their, their attempts to fight the ticketing industry. Yeah. They're on their own. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, uh, and it's, it's a straight, so Maiden, like, you know, credit to them for what they're trying to do, and it kind of works. And yes. Credit to Glastonbury, who actually, in a way, Maiden have copied their idea a little bit. Um, and Nunnich at the Royal Albert Hall, so the missus went to see them, and they were they were turning away anyone to who had resale tickets, and yeah. telling them they had to go back to the point of p- purchase. She's but, confirmed that for me, yeah.
1: I mean, genuinely, unless these people are the nicest people in the world, and they genuinely only want you to put your phone down, yep. so that everybody can see, okay? Which, if you're really small, as we know, one person who is sometimes using yep. the phone is the only way they can see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't always work. Or if we could be, if I'm a little bit more cynical, which I am, which is that for the majority of it, you taking our music out of our shows, putting it out there online, mm-hmm. means that people aren't paying us money, mm-hmm. and they have every right to do that. However, that very much stinks to me of double standards from a band saying that we are all right to knock you on tickets, we're not going to help you on that one, but don't you dare fucking knock us, or we'll throw you out of our show. Would you? Would you like to know how much Vanveer Circle tickets cost? No. Just under 50. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Do we feel, did you feel that's a knock? I thought it was incredible. You know, I mean, what are you talking, st- 25, 30 quid, into fair price to see a band like A Perfect Circle. Who I, think, I think think I had been. asked 30 to
0: 35, I'd have been fine yeah. with that. I thought it was too much. So you paid almost happy.
1: double to go to see a band. Which you could see, it might not be, I'm not saying it's them necessarily on ticket prices, they mm. may not be dictating that,
0: yeah. but they're involved in that. Oh, d- d- don't ever tell me, get, we like talk about like this all the time. It's circle who are
1: losing money necessarily directly from yeah. the YouTube streaming, it's a label or a record company or a PR company, it's them ones who are probably pushing this angle. They don't want you to stop paying high ticket prices, but mm. they do want
0: you to stop seeing the music that's their money maker. Yeah, and then they, they get
1: money from both ends. But then Happy it, days. we are
0: literally in this vicious circle because the, uh, uh, the argument for higher ticket prices has been the lack of money earned from yeah. music sales. And that's fine. If I genuinely believed, and I don't believe, that
1: if people stopped doing it, stopped illegally downloading music, that suddenly the prices would all drop down by 20 yeah. quid. Do you really believe they will? Because no, this no,
0: is now no. it's now what we're accustomed it's to. It's the standard now, yeah. Yeah. It's now the so standard. So all that
1: they would say is, it's like the way that big retailers and stuff do it. They go, well, or like you know, when they go, uh, we're gonna put your council tax up by this much and then freeze it. And you know, it sounds like a, pay, a freeze, but it's not freeze because it's gone up, or, or rail fares. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna
1: free, freeze rail fares for five years. Except. But well, hang on, but they've gone up like by this much. Enough. No, they always
0: say it's like, it'll go up via the RPI yeah. um, retail price index, and then it's like frozen. It's frozen yeah. beyond, except the RPI, but the RPI might be 3.2%. So it's 3.2% on your annual season ticket. Yeah, it's it's yeah. well catchy, it, 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 it's tricky probably, shit. Yeah, it's, all,
1: it's all just like words play. That's mm. what it is, people being clever with words. I, know, yeah, I mean, the big argument, and, and, and the one I am on every band side about, is that at the end of the day, it's their prerogative and their right. It's yeah. their show, and if I don't like it, don't go. And, and you know, so I have every right to do that. Um, doesn't mean I have to agree with it. Mm. I will never, I, I completely don't want people to stream, I completely want people to buy records and go to shows and buy merch for Christ's sake. I want to, you know we do, we yep. go to, we want people to spend money on the band so that they then make more music. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's quite straightforward. So... You know, if they can somehow curb people standing there holding their phone for ages, then great. If that helps them out somehow, but don't I don't believe for one second we'll see any benefit of that. It just means the band will make more money or the record label will take a higher cut.
0: So the original point of this, because that's awesome. I do it's yeah, sorry, it, no, one no, of my no. favourite things is sorry. when you can get Brendan rolling on a subject that he's got a strong opinion on, and you kinda of want him to roll and roll and roll. So I don't want to interrupt him like I'm not yeah. In the long uh, go, Yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult though, isn't
1: it? because then I don't stop. Like, yeah, oh.
0: but it's perfect because it t- it was right dude, like so anyway, perfect circle were good. <laughs> they were good. Yeah, yeah. No, I like them. I um, the new album. Is
1: it's it's called, good. Called it? eat, eat the, the elephant. elephant. Is it, it's a really good album. It's a really it's good really album, good. yeah. And I almost asked myself again as a perfect circle fan before listening to that. I wasn't not. That's the thing, but I wasn't like a. I've not got all their albums. I, you know, mm. I, I wouldn't dare say it. I'm like in case he's listening, but I'm pretty
0: sure I probably illegally downloaded them. Back in the day, I know back I back probably the day, did the yeah, same. Yeah. Stuff for about yeah, 15 yeah, yeah, years. Back yeah. Back
1: in the like LimeWire days. Yeah, you're back in. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that
0: says our age. LimeWire was it? Yeah. Man,
1: yeah. You know, and I have probably caught bits and snippets of them on YouTube and stuff like that. But you probably saw if I've seen you it probably saw
0: them live when their heyday. Without even remembering yeah, like, it, a big day possible. out or something stupid like that. Back when, when they were big in the 90s, late I mean, 90s. I remember,
1: like, for the site, listening to some of the singles from the new album that was coming out. And yeah. The new album. I know you reviewed the album, but I was like, yeah, that's really cool. I like it. It's very, very good. I still so- got it on my, and unlike, I say I'm not gonna go into it, but I'm like bullet for my Valentine's album, which came out recently. I still got no, we will. I'm still will be going easy. into that, but, yeah, but not right in a second. But I haven't deleted a Perfect Circle album. Oh yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> it's one of
0: those that's in mine as well. No, I'm quite happy for it to come on in the shuffle playlist. It's like oh cool. It's but nice yeah, one. before we move on from Perfect Circle, um, as I, I was before we got uh, talked about photography. One of the coolest things I said was the stage, and I, I, I never really make that big of a deal about it. It's cool if you've got a show. But if, you know, if your music speaks for itself, it's not that big of a deal. But if you are a, a band of a certain size and you're playing a, a, a place that can give you room and stuff to do it, and it's not as good about Pyro. I've seen many shows that you utilize lights or screens to great effect. Um, and that's what uh, Perfect Circle did. It using light and smoke and stuff and these platforms. And I thought it was kind of cool the way Maynard um, stood on a platform in the background. So you could barely see him a lot of the time. He's shrouded in darkness. And then every so often you get this flash of this long-haired dreadlock wearing yeah. red suited demon moving around like on this platform it was yeah. cool as fuck you but know that's cool i guess you know, it doesn't really affect me
1: because i'm quite tall so you know it doesn't really affect me but i guess if i was quite small like my missus is quite small yep. and she wanted to see him because they, she was a big fan of the band and she wouldn't have been be a too. big fan of him she wouldn't have been able to see him yep. unless she took the phone out
0: it was so random it was so <laughs> random there it was the busiest i've i've never been to a brixton this busy and it was sold out, and both nights were sold out. And when we got there, we got there quite late as well because we weren't interested in the support. And we were just kind of, I drove as well, yeah, Um, drove to Brixton. And uh, we got and we were like, Where the fuck are we going to stand? I stood, we stood so far back that it's the f- first time ever that my back was to the wall. Like, it was at the wall. We got yeah. a good position, a great position in the end. Um, But yeah, that's the furthest back. I couldn't go any further back. Yeah. The wall was behind me. But yeah, it was that fucking round. But they, you know, and I, I, I like you, I don't like sold out gigs. We, um, you will know, be we watching the download festival highlights and I constantly see these people at the front and squashed up against the barrier yeah. and all that. And I'm just like, why would you do that to yourself? How long have you been there? How, yeah. do, how do you get out? Like, you, do you need to take a piss? Do you yeah. need a drink? <laughs> like, uh, give me stand at the back with a beer, an ability to go to the toilet when I want, ability to the have talk to someone. I, I've not been to download.
1: You have been to download. The thing I want to, I haven't watched the second part of the highlights yet. Um, but I probably won't bother now after you mention it that there's not that much on it. Well, he's got Parkwood Drive so fast forward yeah. to that. One song though, you <laughs> said. Yeah, season. but they
0: probably might play us. Well, yeah, They anyway. might play another one,
1: yeah. yeah. But, but I have watched the first one and um, one of the things I was very surprised at download or maybe it was just a camera angle, but the railing where the crowd are is way back.
0: Yeah, it's really, really, really large, back. isn't it? Yeah. I
1: mean, from the stage, from the front of the stage, like so bloodstock. It's like a couple of meters. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But it looked, maybe it was just the camera angle because it was coming from behind the stage looking down. But it looked like, I don't know, like a about 10, 15 meter gap from the stage to the railing. I like, think it is.
0: I think it is, you know. I you could have had another band in there. I think, I think it is pretty fucking big. I've never been that close because, I mean, because Daniel's main stage is effectively on a bit of a hill. Yeah. So if you go, the further back you go, no one's there. You can stand, chill, sit, see the screen, see the fucking stage. With ease, yeah. one of my favorite things about the main stage of Download. Is oh, that is yeah, on that I, hill?
1: I don't get this. It's not our thing, and because it? even it's not even just festivals. You get this at gigs. You know when people come in, they rush the railing. They get Oh down, yeah. I'm holding to the railing. I ain't letting go. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Don't get a drink. They don't get nothing to stand there with their
0: rucksack on, holding onto the fucking railing. We're drinkers, in it. You yeah. know as well as I do. Um, it's like I. Uh, it's part and parcel. We're at a gig. We're gonna yeah. have a beer. I'm gonna want another beer. we're yeah. gonna want another fucking beer. What we try to do is we find a little
1: space with a little bit of room about us where we can get down to the pit. When we want to, mm-hmm. and where we can get to the bar where we want to. But also when we're not near, say, like for the, uh, the doors coming in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody comes in the doors, so they're gonna come in, they're gonna crowd you. So we, you know, you go off to the side.
0: We've been doing this for yeah. a long fucking time. We have a plan, and
1: we have a plan at the right venue. So like we know we were going the forum every time we go. Yeah. In the Forum, we go down the same place, and we, it's always the right place, right down the left of the stage. Don't yeah. don't people copy your shit. Down <laughs> you <go laughs> the stairs. Get your beers down the stairs. Yeah. You know, it's difficult to get up and get another beer sometimes, yeah, because of the stairs. But other than that. You get, yeah, You we, always get a bit of room there, don't you? Yeah, nice. we, we do have... You yeah, a yeah, great view of the We have, we have our And whenever you want places. to, you finish your drink, you're like, oh, I like this I'll just step in the pit. All you got to do is step
0: to the right three times and you're in. Yeah. And <laughs> then step out. Yeah. you Are right? Forum's a great example yeah. of that. Right, before we play another track then, um, shows upcoming. Have you got any? Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't confirmed it yet, but I'll go
1: to the Power Flow gig. Awesome. Um, which is at the Boston Music Room. Boston rooms Music Room's in Friday, about two weeks. Friday the 13th. Yep. It's well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: God, that's going to be interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah, but that's cool. I quite like Power Flow. i not sure. I mean, I saw that. They, they were on the download highlights as well, the first mm-hmm. track which they did one of their songs, Victim of Circumstance. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because I think it'll work a lot better in a small room than it will on a, on a, on a big outdoor Yeah, stage, Boston so
0: nice. Music Rooms is a tiny little place. Great place, massive bar. Yeah. Um... And people tend to gravitate to the opposite side of the bar, that's what I love about it because yeah. that's where seats are. Just a bit of shit to get to for, for us. Yeah, no, it's other tough for a park in it, so. Other than
1: that, it's fine. So, yeah, I mean, I've got that, and obviously we've got this both So, fly! fly yeah. Um, kind of pre Bloodstock warm up, I guess. Yeah, it's
0: literally a few days before Bloodstock, um, and it's at a venue we've not been, I've not been to for years because no one ever seems to book it anymore. It's at Islington. Yeah. Which is, you know, the O2 Academy in Islington, which has been fucking ages. I'm pretty stoked. It's been a long time since I've seen Soulfly. fly. A good, probably seven or eight years. Um, so, yeah. Although, like I said, it's Max so look forward to Roots. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, I've got The Contortionist at The Underworld, which is next week, I believe. Yeah, next Wednesday. So, about eight days away from now. Cool. Um, which should be interesting. It should be fun. I've got, uh, although the headline is Witch Hound, I'm actually going for Butcher in the Fog which is at the Black Heart. We've covered from the fog. Um, yeah. Awesome little band. Uh, which hand I know of. And it was £5 a ticket. It's like, Jesus Christ, you know, I might as well. Yeah. And a very special one. I'm going all the way to Guildford. All the way. like It's fucking that far. Ah, oh, it's the one with Dan. Like... Yeah. So it's a pop punk rock band that we both got into a few years. ago called Hellions. And these buggers, because they're a tiny Aussie little band, they come over here and they play pubs. They play pubs, which when you've got a 15-year-old... Can't get into these venues. Nope. And it turns, and they're over here and they're playing like the Old Blue Last and they're playing birthdays and they're over 18 places again because they're clubs slash pubs and then they're doing one in Guildford which just so happens to be okay. Yeah. So that's the one we're going to go to. Not too far. Yeah, it's not, not too far. Like I looked hour, into hour it. hour and a
1: half maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 worth worth it, I think. I'm off work the next day so I can have a drink as well and then just jump in the train. But it's worth it for that. Right. We're going to play another track now then. Oh, my voice just went. And we're gonna be doing a track from the Dead Furries. Not the Dead Furries, just Dead Furries. I keep adding though, when I wrote the review, I had to go back through and edit it, don't know why. But Dead Furries are a trio who hail from Estonia. And they released Rock City a Go-Go earlier this year. It's high energy rock and roll with a bit of punk rock attitude. Kind of influenced by the likes of the Stooges and the Heartbreakers, think 90s garage punk, like Super Suckers, New Bomb Turks and Rocket from the Crypt. Um, This is one of my favourite tracks from the album, it's called Feast of the Vampire. some albums now as always shouldn't have to tell you this by now but as a website we have been re- every day album reviews ep reviews from a wide range not just your small um up and coming band as well you know we are, we do cover some of the bigger ones when we can when we can be bothered it depends yeah. on the fuck their release yeah. sometimes it can be really frustrating as well because it seems like the only time we really write negatively is when it comes to these big bands but then a lot of the time they're lazy as fuck. And it's like, it could do a little bit, they could work a little bit harder on yeah. it. They could all do with spreading their releases out a little bit more as well. Oh, fuck They all have like favourite dates and every band just releases an album on the 29th of June or whatever. Mm. So you can start off by talking about Bullet Up For Valentine. Ish. That's the latest, I guess the latest review that's gone up. Yeah, so depending on when this goes out. Tomorrow.
1: So it's going out tomorrow, so that's yeah. So will we we'll, have been we'll up, just yeah. Been up. Um, yeah, I love it. No, I don't. It's <laughs> terrible. I I really hated it. I don't hate the band, that's the thing, it was quite disappointing to hate it as much as I did. Yeah. I reviewed three singles from it. I didn't love any of the three singles, although they had a couple of them had a few redeeming bits here and there. Yeah. Um but I firmly believed and I say in my review that well that's alright, these are the singles. These are meant to be the commercial kind of ones. There'll Mm. be a few different kind of tracks on the album. And when I came away from the album the three singles are far and away the best songs on the album and probably the heaviest as well. And they're not good. Like, the singles aren't good either, but they're the best songs in the album. I don't like a lot of the stuff they've done on it. There's too much electronica when there's no electronica kind of players in the band. Yeah. Um. I don't like the kind of way they've got this producer in writing songs for them and writing music for them. Yeah,
0: when you told me that,
1: it was generally a bit like, wait, what? What? You know, I get what they're trying to do. Um, I don't think they're going to succeed, and I don't think they're doing it the right way, which is... From my perspective, they're trying to be that crossover band that can maybe, I don't know, be the next Linkin Park or, or whatever it is. The one oh, full of, full of, full of in the mainstream mm. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, I just don't think they're good enough to be. To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of like modern Linkin Park, but I'm aware that they were good at what they did. Yes, yes, of um, course, yeah. I just don't think Bullet are that good at it. Some of the lyrics in the in these songs, whether they wrote them themselves or or, or what, they are bloody Bad. dire. <laughs> you know, there's one song, I can't even remember what the name of it is, but I'm going to touch on it in my review where they just... Uh, basically, seem to fill gaps like where they didn't know what to say with whoa, you know, like over and over again. And it's like half the lyrics in the song are whoa, and it's like, oh, I don't know, it's just they've it's, always it's just, been that kind of band, though. I think the same formula, though, like when you listen to it, it's track after track, it's like electronica intro music kicks in a bit, but the guitars are faded in the background and the drums just sound like fuzzy, there's no real like kind of meat to it. Mm. Uh, but that's the kick in, but because the electronica is so high when you listen to it on the album. You're just like, you're struggling. You're like, where's the guitar going? Where's the bass? I haven't heard the bass yet. <laughs> you know, and then it all fades away as it's just Matthew Tuck uh, singing on his own. Quite often, I say this again, i say this in a review. I have no evidence of this. Yeah. It sounds to me in a lot of the songs, his voice is electronically assisted.
0: What, oh, yeah. Like yeah, you, yeah. You've suggested it. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know that's true. And if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Apologies. But that's what it sounded like when I listened to
0: it. No, but if that's what you're getting from it, I mean, yeah, you're right. There's no right. So you, you've got no evidence to substantiate no, I'm not that to, like, claim.
1: Prove that he's not singing. I just.
0: I, well, it, it sounds it, like
1: to you. It though. sounds like that, and it, so it's either the way that it's either the way it's been produced, the way it's been mixed, whatever it, yeah. whatever it's going to be, or it's simply the fact that they're so using so much electronica as backing mm-hmm. that even when it comes to his singing, it's hard to differentiate between the backing noise and him singing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, he's singing while the electronica's going off. Maybe it's making him sound electronic but but either way the best song on the album and I struggled like mad coming up with best songs on the album it's probably uh, probably none of them to be honest there isn't a good song on the album there's songs that are more tolerable than others there's songs that have a little moment here and there which is why it got
0: a, a pretty low score but not like zero <laughs> yeah it takes a lot I don't oh, I don't I, I don't know if we've ever given a band a zero I think I've given a band a zero I may
1: have didn't I give Corn a zero or was that a one path of totality you
0: may have done, it, might, it was
1: definitely a zero or a one.
0: The other one I'm thinking of is didn't I? I didn't I give Linkin Park's late last album? Oh, you zero, gave it a
1: very low score.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I we don't it. we don't do it
1: happily, and like I trust me, there is no part of me that wants to sit around bashing bullets for my Valentine. Of They're a British not. band; they've done really well for themselves. They've had troubles, like everyone else does. But yep. you know they've had troubles, and they they sell tickets and they you know they, they've they made a mark yeah however that doesn't forgive the fact that this album is fucking dire and if this is where they're going then people who enjoy metal need to start realizing that if this is bullet for my valentine now then these are no longer for us yeah you know just like there's a point where linkin park crossover yep um you know this album if this is what they meant to do this is the crossover point there is no point in me ever reviewing another bullet for
0: my valentine track if they this are no is going to be the future better. yep Okay. And that's how I felt about it. That's, yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> Talking about, then let's talk about, it's been out for a while, but we've not had a chance to podcast. So we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about it now. Let's talk about a band you do love to bash. Oh,
1: Have you uh, listened yeah, to I did. Ghosts Frequent? I've, I've, I've even brought notes. Just oh my the, goodness me. a like
0: 75 page,
1: <laughs> 75 meter long scroll out.
0: Because I, w- I wrote a review on the site people so like for the album so you definitely see a very a different opinion so you, will, you, will. I mean, there,
1: there you are, will and you won't because there, there i do have thoughts you yeah you know yeah
0: there are things that you didn't like on it and there are things that i
1: didn't completely detest on it so you know let's start yeah, but, yeah. Um, i've listened to it now yeah two or three times through yeah and then today just while i was at work listening to it again i just made a couple of quick notes against each song so i didn't get here and then go completely blank and being like oh, i can't remember anything okay that that's cool yeah so. Uh, some of my notes are pretty yeah, good, like so. Dance
0: Macabre, yeah. shit, shit song, generic pop rock bollocks. It's it's <laughs> it is it is it is the most poppy song on the album by far, and it's not. I'm not a fan. The more I've listened to it, the more I've gone off it.
1: So shall we do a track by track? Quickly? Yeah, well, yeah. Let's go through right. it
0: track by track. So
1: I started off ashes, right? So what I wrote was that it's an okay intro, kids and nursery rhyme, creepy edge, a bit of guitars at the end. But while it builds the album up nicely, what follows is neither anywhere near as dark or as good. Cool, yeah. So, you know, like, that's how I felt when I was doing it. I was like, a big atmosphere of being built here, and then
0: it's gonna. Ashes is very you know, much a ghost intro, and you're like, oh, this is like ghost yeah. stuff, and then it it's doesn't sort of quite thing go I feel You know, they're
1: gonna play live before they come on stage, you're gonna come on stage to it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. But, like, for an album, it, it's the whole thing again. If I didn't know who Ghosts were by now, and I saw their image and heard that intro, I'd be waiting for some pretty extreme black metal to kick in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, what the fuck? What yeah, and doing? then you get that. Um, Rats and I've told you this before I don't, yeah. I don't hate this song good which is me being positive some of it is good <coughs> but I will say the rats whoa whoa bit is as cringy as it comes and the ending sounds like a mess when everything comes in together and you've got the people going rats whoa whoa and all the other music and everything going it's too much at once when I listen to it I listen to it with headphones on so you get everything yeah and I was like this is too much I need to drop something here ideally the whoa whoa
0: okay okay <laughs> cool alright I don't like. It. I found it
1: really cringy it's that like rats
0: whoa whoa
1: okay <laughs> no, I don't mind it so much yeah okay. um, faith Yep, yeah. decent song good, yeah good, zo- good solo uh, vocals in the verse are a little dull uh, don't really need a little gap and an organ choir section at the end for me
0: okay fair um, enough I like
1: it because I like that sort of thing I don't see that like, because they have a gap stop then it starts it doesn't flow like as a song it's oh. almost like it stops and then there's an interlude oh okay no, fair right enough, enough. And I like, so I was like oh is this still part of the song I had to check on my phone was it, like, oh it's the same song
0: oh yeah I call it like one of the it's got the dark one of the darker tones of the album miasma miasma um instrumental and yep. i like it oh loads of cool good. guitars and a decent
1: rhythm really enjoyed the saxophone at the end
0: really yeah. that's the part where
1: i don't like it well that's quite interesting because I, I i wouldn't normally be necessarily that'd be my sort of thing but i think possibly because of what album was it i can't remember now was it earned by Oblip, Scar, or something? oh okay where they have um Basically like brass instruments, like yep. trombones and oh, stuff like Oh, like Shining, that the
0: band Shining, who's the saxophone and stuff like that, yeah. And it, it worked so well, so I kind of
1: got into that. It's like this whole thing. And uh, But yeah, so I quite like the end of it. I thought that was kind of, sounds kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was when, they, obviously, the next track was Dance Macabre, which yep. I literally just wrote, shit song, generic pop rock bollocks. Yep. You missed off See the light. I did. Oh, no, I did, didn't I? Sorry, yeah. A uh, bit bland, very generic, decent guitars, catchy enough chorus, but nothing special, could be
0: any 80s band. That... Almost all I said about that, was very quick I said, catchy chorus. That was all I had to say about See The Light. Yeah, yeah, pretty much on point with that. So, I mean, I don't think I'm being overly
1: harsh either. You know, uh, Pro Memoria, very much like the orchestral opening. Vocals are cringy, as are the lyrics. Though I do find this one gets stuck in your mind a bit. It's pretty catchy. And I really like the guitars and violins at the end.
0: Right, so I wrote, Pro Memoria is catchy enough, even if it leans more towards the cheesy side of things. But Forge's vocals are an absolute fire here. And the keyboard melody is good, but it's going to be quickly forgotten about yeah. when held up against the rest of the album. I think it was pretty forgettable. But yeah, We're very, we very
1: polarising our views on some of these songs, because like, that was the one that I found one of the least cheesiest tracks on the album. Oh, that's really Strange weird. Uh. Um, which image I didn't write much about. I wrote nothing special here. A bit of a dance macabre with its generic sounding pop rock.
0: We call it the most disappointing track on the album. There you go. We're, on, we're back on Back on form. Well, I think we might um, have a difference here.
1: Hel- Helvetes... F- stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Decent instrumental, a little bit boring compared to the first, but the lack of the vocals improves their songs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I said that on a ten track album that includes an intro, so yeah. really only nine tracks, you have two instrumentals. Yeah. You're taking but the for me, runs. I'm like, can
1: we just have two with vocals and then have like loads of instrumentals because I'll be all over this band then.
0: I just find it was like two instrumentals yeah. and a nine track album. Come on,
1: guys. Um, the last song, "Life Eternal." Yep. Um, again, I wouldn't write much about this.
0: I wrote flat. Finish the album. Slow ballad. Nothing exciting happening. Wow. Thankfully, "Ghost End on a High." "Life Eternal" yeah. is a powerful and affirming track that captures dramatic efforts. The album has tried to capture the gothic tone is of full force here, and it will put a smile on faces. Just apparently not your one. No, didn't <laughs> that part's not from the review, but yeah. Yeah, and I
1: just summarise it by saying overall I don't hate it, which makes a nice change. But I don't see this as a great album. It's okay. The instrumentals are be the best songs probably, which says a lot about my feelings on the vocals.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what it is, really, isn't it? I yeah, mean,
1: I'm, you know, it's, it's, again, this isn't. You know, we talked about this a lot. It's not me trying to bash Ghost. I don't want to hate Ghost. I don't like his singing. I really hmm. don't. Um, I'm not overly fan, overly a fan of the imagery changing and all that. Saw them live. It was great. Liked a couple of bits on these songs. Like, yep. I don't hate Rats, although. I tend to, like, if I had a volume knob, I'd go, <laughs> raps, and I'd <laughs> turn it down, and I'd turn it back up raps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or i fill, fill it myself, like, raps, dun <laughs> You know, but, um, you know, and there is some stuff on here that I, I don't, you know, I find terrible. I you know, I'll go back to it a lot, Dance Macabre. I yep. just think that's one of the worst songs I've heard from this band, and I don't like a, a huge amount of their songs, but this is probably in the pile of the worst ones that I've heard from them. Okay. Um, and I do know what he says. Just go, to go back on that again I would now. go back to that thing yeah. again yes I don't find it cheesy purely because I think he says I just
0: want to be with you I know he says be with you I found that cheesy that's the difference <laughs> Um, I mean I, I, I've just obviously it's been out a while now so I can offer a little bit more insight to my initial review and stuff like that Um I initially gave it out of, 8 out of 10 on reflection I think if, I, if I'd go back we'd never go back and change our scores we no, no. never do that's silly we'd be doing that all the time I'd now give it 7 um, I call I still I, I call it Ghost's third best album out of four. Um I think it's got too many miss um, it's got more hits than misses, but the misses for a band that seemed to hit all a lot like way more in the past are a little bit more obvious than this. I don't really get the aim anymore. I don't oh, here's the thing, right? I didn't think this was going to go down long term as a great Ghost album. <clears throat> but then today I saw that the Metal Hammer people, the louder, whatever they are now, thought yeah. would pre- prequel as the best album of the year so far. Oh. Now, that I went, What? Like, are you fucking crazy? That's just, yeah. That's, that's just silly, right?
1: It's what it is. We, 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 you know, we won't go into it now, but we have major gripes sometimes with the mainstream media, whatever you want to call it, mm. in the UK. And this is the shit. This is why. This is why. Because there are so many better albums than that. Even if I loved Ghost, and you do love Ghost. Yep you can still it's alright to admit if it's not brilliant it's okay <laughs> you know it's okay you know, to, like, to critique Metallica the it on my back, but I don't like Saint Anger very much and yes, that's okay it's okay yeah <laughs> you, know? you
0: love Machina but you'll yeah. sit and happily go oh that yeah, song um, triple beam triple beam off the new yeah, album yeah. Play <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah I don't that one anymore yeah so like I don't I was think you know they're gonna say oh well the readers wrote it, and the readers wrote it, and stuff well they've got to choose Ghost
1: because I guess there hasn't been an Iron Maiden album this year or there hasn't been a, 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 a Metallica one
0: mm. so you know they, they're usually top four or five that they'll go for put one out have you would you at this stage still call Parkway Drive's Reverence your album of the year no no it's been overtaken by one I think maybe two but it's close
1: now I mean these are all close Parkway Drive's Reverence is up there with yeah it, yeah you know, but there's one or two uh, I think Zian and is close okay yeah cool um, yeah. Very, very good album um, and actually the one that I think now is we'll see it's hard sometimes you don't know what staying power it's going to have because it's only relatively recently out Yeah. um and I gave it a score, and I regret my score as well. I also think I should have scored it higher. Oh, go on then. Okay, but I gave it nine point five out of ten. Oh, super. So and in hindsight, I felt like actually, if this isn't deserve a ten, then what does? And this is um, the new album by Chemist, K H E M. No, I haven't. Don't know it. S and the album is called Desolation. Okay. Um, I mean, check it out because there's a lot of talk about this. Actually, there's a lot of people like reviewing this album really highly, and some of the bigger magazines are as well. It's yeah, it's probably. One of the best albums I've heard in a long time. To be honest, it's fucking wow, stunning.
0: I mean, I remember seeing a review, but I mean, it's
1: classed as Doom, but it's not Doom. It's not Doom alone, anyway. It's got a bit of Doom. It's got a bit of like standard metal. There's loads of soloing. There's loads of great singing. Loads of like long sort of eight nine minute songs where the vocals go up and down, backing vocals, all different. There's lots happening. Mm. And uh, yeah, I went into it thinking like, oh, I wonder what this is gonna be like. I listened to the six tracks on the album, forty two minutes long, uh, so you know, averaging like seven ish minutes. Yeah. Most of them are longer, but there's one I think that's about three minutes, and that's what. Froze right, and that's yeah,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I've probably listened to those six songs in the last couple of weeks. You know, like 60 70 times each. Or so. Really, put it on, turn the shuffle off, let it play end to end, start it again, end to end. Happy to do that. It's really, really good. Mm. Um, I, I reviewed it in the height of my. I'm really enjoying this, uh, and as soon as I posted the review, I regretted my score because I just felt like. Even in my review, I've just glowed about this album. Why did I knock anything off? What have I knocked up? Yeah, where's the point That is it. There's no negative on this. It's
0: not too short. It's not too long. It's not...
1: It's I not had the...
0: this conversation with uh, one of the others from the site, our other brother, Liam, as to why I... Because basically, the, 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 I think it was over the 10 out of 10s. 10 out of 10s. Now, I am guilty of being the person that gives things 10 out of 10s mm. more than anything else. Um, but what I was trying to say to him is how I like to work is everything's 10 out of 10 at the start. And as I play you, or I listen to you, or I read you or whatever, when I find faults, it drops. I don't start at zero and work my way up. I want it to be the top, I'm expecting great, and then you go knock. Oh, this wasn't that good, or that wasn't good, and it is that thing where it's like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I reviewed um, a movie that I've been crying about, The Night Eats the World, yeah. and I was banging sure I was going to get it ten out of ten, but I didn't end up nine point five purely because I was kind of like, yeah. at the end, of it was like, well, it's still zombies, you know. There's a reason to drop some points, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. or, 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 or like a, a slight point, you know, just because it's different you know. You don't want to be like everything is ten out of ten because then what the fuck? How do yeah. you differentiate? You know, we want to um, say ten out of ten is the best that we can give. You know,
1: absolutely, yeah, and I and I do feel that Desolation by Chemist, well worth checking out. Probably going to be in a lot of people's top few albums of the year. I think. Based really? on what I'm reading about it. Online. Oh, I need to listen to this then. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it is currently a three uh, three or four way battle. Um, Parkway Drive's Reverence is definitely still mm-hmm. in the mix. I still get very excited when I'm playing any yeah. song comes on, and you probably listen happy to happy that to more than anything it. else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy to hear it. You know, it's not like oh now a month or two has gone by and like I skip the songs now. I absolutely don't. Um, and just like last time we spoke on the podcast, I do currently have a new favorite song on the album, which is a uh, you know called "I Hope You Rock. Oh right, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, you know know I mean, so, uh, but that wasn't uh, you know that's like what is that now? Like, like maybe my yeah, fifth I think or that's pretty much the whole favorite album favorite now, now has been your favorite. So you know, yeah, at the moment, I guess it's it's hard to say because I'm aware of what I'm like, and I know that Kevin's album is the most recent of them all. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and when and so now at the moment, to me, it's like actually, I think it's got to be my number one. <laughs> I'm also aware there's more albums to come. Yep. Yeah, well, only in July. You know. And um, sometimes, sometimes, I don't think this one will. I think this is this one will have staying power. I do think this is one of the ones that's gonna like rock
0: the world. To be honest, like, I think what's interesting about this is you describe them as a doom band. That's not that isn't always your go-to area. Yeah, you know, I, I, sorry, I, I say I describe
1: them. They are described as a doom band right. in terms of like what there isn't an awful lot you can find out about these guys online. They have a, they have the usual social media stuff and all that, you know. But they're not like um, there's not like websites all over the place and loads of information, loads of reviews or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, everything that I found when I was trying to find out a little bit more about them so I could like name them and you know and see what they did previously and everything like that was that they were classed as a doom band so I mentioned that but I also say in my review that like this isn't doom to me this,
0: oh okay there is definite doom elements in their music definite because, but there is way more than that because I, mean, I have a viewer I hear when I hear someone just say it's a doom band my head goes boom yeah No, it's not like that. This is, um,
1: it's hard to explain. You have to listen to it. I have to listen to it. Musically, it's got like the guitar soloing of a ghost bath um, with maybe like the sort of lower tone sort of doom, edge to the riffs, clean vocals, loads of backing, things happening all over the place. But all really well put together. It's it's addictive as fuck. Everyone I've played it to has heard basically the first couple of notes of the last track in the album called uh, My Ruin or From Ruin um even my missus is not into that and she was like what's this oh really and it's like yeah yeah so it's that sort of thing it's like people are hopefully going to take notice of it and from what i can see online it really, i'd read other people's reviews see if they like it as much as i do Obviously, yeah yeah I, uh, I love reading other people's reviews probably six seven eight and all of them ended with the line that i think this is the album of the year right, right here
0: <laughs> so the reason why i asked that um about like said sort of albums is because um this is a fairly new one as well so again it's difficult to say if it's going to be long term but I believe recently I may have heard what is certainly now breaking within the top three on my end and um, you may never even heard heard of this band because very very little known but it's Vermilia and the album is oh fuck man Cat Kit Cat Kit it came out on June 29th Um, it's out now across all the major things not difficult to find you can even get it on fucking um apple music spotify and all that and it's basically black metal with female pagan vocals which again might, you might go well isn't that a bit ten a penny and it's like but this is the best I've heard it done in a very very long time now we actually this came our way ages ago a good few months ago uh, the single came away and you reviewed yeah, I did, the yeah. single said um, that's right yeah. and I remember reading that and you gave it 10 out of 10 I gave it 10
1: out of 10 and I remember talk, I think I remember talking to you about Yeah. oh you
0: got to check this out this, yep. is, this is the one <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you know and um, then uh, you know, in our site email, I was like, "Oh, look, cool, a Miller album, wicked. That's great. That ties into it. Hopefully, it's this, whatever." And I didn't even bother. I thought, I thought, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna review this rather than yeah, you know, because normally when you've covered something in the past, it's like, "Oh, I'll send it to you or mention it to you." But I started to listen to it. and I'm so glad I did because often a lot of the time. That if I sense if it's like, oh Brendan, you're gonna review this, yeah. I just tend to forget about That's it.
1: That's the problem, is Because we're you know, you are reviewing your stuff, I'm reviewing mine, and then the next thing you know it's Friday, and there's loads of new albums out, so you don't always get time to go back and listen to what the album wants yeah. to listen to, yeah.
0: You know? uh, it took me about two weeks to get around to and Yeah. You know? But yeah, so um, this is an incredible fucking album. Um, from beginning to end, absolutely brilliant. It's one of those where like by the halfway stage, you kinda of like, oh yeah, this is this is incredible. And I I remember the more I listened to it, I was kind of really like. Uh, surely there's going to be one that just doesn't do it for me one that doesn't like quite touch in the same way and so on but it doesn't and like my favourite track from it is the last track The uh, it's called Musta- Must- Mustan Tavavian Mursan I mean they're all difficult words to say all Finnish yeah. um, language words but yeah this is but yeah, like it's what you said it's like I need to be careful here because it's about longevity and yeah. this is very fresh it's only been yeah, that's the thing, three or like, four days our scores are always
1: the score at the time mm. That's what they are Yeah. So oh, you can't something. be reviewing it a month uh, down
0: the line. Yeah, yeah I mean, no. it is what it yeah, is.
1: It has the, the impact it has at the time. And uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to much of the album Yeah, I was listening to some of it on the way here. Mm. You know, but I know I'm going to like it because I really like the single. I know what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, she's got an amazing voice in terms yep. of the heaviness because she does all the vocals, isn't she? Do you find it interesting? This is what, although I haven't given Murka much time, this is what Murka effectively is. yet yeah, is well, getting the mainstream attention.
1: I kind of, you know, without meaning any disrespect to Merca, because I don't know anything about Merca yep. other than I do know the name, and obviously we saw that little bit of nonsense at the Golden Gods. Um, it's because sometimes it's kind kind of nice to be on the underground side of things. Yeah, I mean, like, little, well, it was fun. Yeah, everybody at downloads watching or We're checking out this unknown, um, independent, yeah. uh, called Familiar, who arguably, without knowing Merca, could be doing it better.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah basically, I haven't so... got the backing. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I will mention, although it's not part of like the recent albums, I will mention an album that did come out this year a few months ago and that I've gone back to recently and it still stands up. We've got 10 out of 10 at the time and it's still good. If you haven't had a chance, folks, make sure you go and check out MOL. M-O-L. Or the O with the line through it. And the album is called Jord. Um That may well be, because that's still holding up, be number one for me by the end of the year. Because it's still holding up. You know, I've got, it's, it's an incredible album. But yeah, so other ones that I think well worth checking out um, that have been reviewed on the site as well. Um, go and listen to Bukaki. That's not spelt how you think it is. Book, B-O-O-K-A-K-E-E. And the album is Ignominies. Um, it's basically, they've been referred to. I don't get this because I think it's a bit maybe of an unfair, it, it might make people judge them. But they've been referred to as Montreal's answer to Guar. Right. Now I get it, maybe with image and some of the silliness that happens in it, but I don't want. If you don't like Guard that's just going to put you off, and I don't think that's fair because they're a progressive technical death metal band, very very heavy. The album's really fucking good, but the one I want to mention <laughs> is just because it took me, bless you, and um, took me by complete surprise. Is half of the album is there is a song called Mario World, which is them metaling up. Parts of the Mario soundtrack, Super Mario Brothers, and it might you might think, well, the fuck, is the point of that? But no, it's fucking awesome. I've never heard it done so well. Um, do you like Shine Down? No. One of the bigger bands. I like that one song. Average American rock new album is exactly that. It's exactly if you were basically if you were a fan before, Happy Days, yeah. you're not going to have any problems with there. Nine Inch Nails released what was originally supposed to be the last part of their three part EP, but instead yeah. turned into an album <coughs> because Trent Reznor was apparently, this is what I read online, concerned that he was falling into musical predictability. So abandoned it in favor of an album that was six tracks long. Okay. 30 minutes. It's just a fucking EP. It's
1: just another way of saying that. We ain't really got enough material we need to get something
0: out. Well, that's exactly what it is, because it's terrible. It's terrible. And uh, I've had this from, I'm not a big Nine Inch Nails, Nine Inch Nails fan, I speak to big 9-inch fans who've gone, yeah, that's pretty shit. Don't it worry. is proper, like, did you just get the trimmings of your last two and just put them in and go, well, it's an album. Yeah. So, yeah, no time for that. Brendan, Code Orange. Code Orange. You, what's your thoughts? I haven't no had a chance to listen to anything by Code Orange. Right, because they're... Um, I know that they're Touted as a big... Yeah, yeah. Big deal. Hardcore, metalcore mix. Um, they released a new EP. Now, I reviewed the album when it first came out. Um, fuck, what was it called? Oh, why have I not got the name. Code orange? No, forever. Forever was the album, and I didn't get it. I thought it was good, but I didn't really see why they were being titled as the next big thing. You know, they got intensity, got you know aggressiveness, and all that. But they're oh, young. Oh
1: yeah, I've got the. Uh, I've actually got one of the singles
0: downloaded here to okay. review, which is the called the
1: Hunt with Corey
0: Taylor. That's it. Yeah, that's from the EP. Um, yeah. Well, it's called an EP, but it's really just a single to get that yeah. song out. Um, the Hurt, Hurt Will Go On was released it's three tracks long um, it's got Three Knives The Hunt featuring Corey Taylor and The Hurt Will Go On a remix song um, ultimately this is an EP release just because you've got a song with Corey Taylor and you want to try and sell yeah, that yeah why not um, go for it um, I think I said at the time it's it's basically the best song on it but in it's got so much electronica shit that I found so irritating I came away with the same result as did with the album when we're like the next big thing, really, really? Now I don't want to. um I don't want to call any particular magazine out. There's only one. I, I, I only one particular publication in this country, biggest one of all, probably, that goes that the next big fucking thing. And again, I can't up but think: Was well, this you doing your usual thing, where you pin your 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 shit, your fucking flag to the mass that you think is going to be the case, and that's all that matters, regardless of whether or not it's good or bad or just average? Yeah. That's what it is, and when it's got Corey Taylor in it, doesn't that make you go a little bit? Does, does that does that basically make them create their panties a little bit more? Yeah, you know, quite Th- possible. Yeah. So didn't really do much for me. Or it's good. That's the best I can say. It's good. It's got a good song on it, but it's certainly not world beating. And last but not least, I'm going to mention because these guys deserve a massive shout. Um, they're good to us, and they release great music. And it's Voodoo Blood who have released a new EP called Fresh Hell. Um, they're a hard rock band but it's a mix of stoner and bluesy rock Uh, the four track EP imagery looks is will throw you off you know they're an interesting looking band to say the least well one of them is Um, but it's female vocals played with stoner bluesy rock and they're just really fucking good at what they do it's really upbeat party music as well so yeah that's that's what I've got cool anything else? um
1: probably touch on this one more in the Pantera one, but uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I just want to actually mention a little bit about how distasteful I thought the release of um Pantera's Live at Dynamo open air was, with the timing. Uh. Um. There's been no sign of this coming for a long time. There hasn't been talk about it. Yeah, that was out of blue, wasn't that. it? Yeah. It's like Vinnie Dyer's Pantera in the news released the album. Um, mm. I'm not saying it was done that way on purpose, but that's how it looks. You know, genuinely. No, I've, I've not read anywhere at any point plans for a Pantera album. And then when you... after. The announcement of Vinny's death very very quickly after that there was news of this legendary Pantera show from from the Netherlands when you mentioned it relief. to me I presumed
0: you were doing like an old thing <clears throat> No, it's brand new yeah I saw it eventually and I'm not
1: saying it is but it just seems like, like you're trying to cash in on the, the fact that Pantera's name is currently bang out there yeah because one of the members is dead I mean, I'm not saying they did man but that's how it came across to me a little bit maybe I'm being too
0: cynical maybe it was planned for ages I just haven't seen it
1: no, I, I'd i heard
0: no fuss about it at all. So, when I saw it, it was an, actually an album that was put um, on, mm-hmm. like, fucking these streaming sites. Yeah. I was a bit like, wait, what? Um, but also, like, if there was... what Do you think they tried to cover up by doing Soulfly as well? Because randomly, Soulfly has one as well. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just got... Maybe, yeah, it could literally be
1: some innocent thing, like, they've been arguing for licensing or something like that for, for, for two decades or they finally got it. it could be something completely terrible insane. coincidence i just feel like you know there's no nothing about pantera all the pantera talk at the moment is about Vinny, about dimebag bag everything like that and then bang an album comes out out of the blue you know it's nothing to do with pantera either because it's the um record label that managed dynamo that released it F R E T A. oh right okay you know so uh, there's just there's, let's say that we'll, we'll be nice people and say it's not a desperate just I don't no know, it's a just bad entertain. timing yeah a bad timing man but I don't know mate marketing people maybe like if, if it is just bad timing just think about things a little bit because it don't look it looks like could you delay it by you a week
0: could you delay it by a week or two maybe if you if you know well, I don't know it's a difficult one yeah right so we're going to play another track now we're going all the way to Finland this time for Kulu and this is from the debut full earth album which is Mementi T Mementi god I'm terrible at reading this shit can you read that Monumenti. Thank you, Monumenti. Yeah, why am I saying Monumenti? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Anyway, it's a four-track, cold black metal album. I and mean, when we say four tracks, they're long ass tracks. It's that kind of thing. And it is that kind of, if you know, you hear it from Finland, you hear this black metal, it conjures up the images of frozen fjords. 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 fjords you know, um, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And this is the third track from the album. This is my favorite one. It's called Reignot. Um Enjoy, basically, because it's fucking great i uh-huh. part of an ongoing feature on these sets of podcasts Storms of Music um, we're going to always end up with a big question as it were the big question so to speak just no, more cause of debate and uh, an argument and potentially all opinions because we're, we're not going to really argue over this one it's kind of nah. more question so I, I've started out of time and each time we'll alternate um, I was initially going to do about um, ask about um, fucking goddamn something streaming and stuff ah, like okay. that but that's big and I, 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 I don't know if we'd get too lost down a rabbit hole no, with that one. So might. instead, it's very, very simple. Coming off the download highlights as well. Brendan, why are baby metal so popular? <laughs> Cause it, because people were
1: nonsense. <laughs> I, honestly, that's, that's not the real answer. That I, I don't know, because I watched the highlights. Uh, I didn't like it. Do you know who did though? My six year old. She thought it was great, because there was young girls dancing. She was trying to copy them Was
0: she really into it?
1: She was trying to copy them Enjoy mm. the music and all that so that kind of tells me something of the mentality of the people that are at the shows watching it again that's probably been quite offensive but I don't, I don't really actually mean that i I just listen to it and I find it very very odd yeah not even that I just don't just enjoy it because I don't enjoy it musically I find it boring yeah I find it quite cringy watching what appears to now be four girls um, uh, or at least at download it looked like there were four unless they're just backing dancers.
0: I think well. there might just be backing dancers. It's uh, it's a bit of a puzzle with that sort of um, who's in that band anymore. Yeah. And, like, other than the front girl, you metal, you me, whichever yeah. one it is. Um, I didn't even recognise the other two. The other two, no. I swear, were younger. Unless they've had a growth spurt in a very short amount of time. I yeah, don't know if I'm, they've changed. I mean, even in the download highlights there only seemed to be one girl singing.
1: Mm. Um, again, I don't know if that was the whole show or just the bit that the uh, Sky Arts showed. But I watched it And I left it on, even though I was going to fast forward it. But my daughter wanted to dance to it. She yep. was like, "Oh, what's this? This is fun," and was bouncing around to it. I watched it, yeah. So fair enough. Uh, I was cringing for it, to be yep. honest. I mean, I, I found it really strange. I was watching, you know, the strange dance moves that the four girls were doing. Yeah, the uh, super well over to the top like, stuff. What the fuck is going on here? Um, each to their own, I guess, is all I can say. Why are Baby Metal so big? Possibly something that is just a little bit different. Yep. And that's the only thing I can think of. I can't think, it's not the musical talent. It's not going to be because they're young girls because that's just weird. It's not going to be because they're particularly like great singers or, or, you know, like the songs are, you know, like Really intricate and clever and yep. all that because it's not really. Do you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like new metal with Chinese or oh, sorry, I don't even have the Japanese. Chinese Japanese singers over the top of it. There's a bit of a stereotype there. That it? was terrible. I was about to say the worst but I want say it. But yeah, so I just I don't know. I, I, there is no answer to the question why are new, why are baby metal so big because I don't think they are actually. They're not huge, huge, are they? I mean, they're big. They're big. They're, they're big. not like Metallica. In a
0: short big. amount of time, they're big. Yeah.
1: I I guess much like you said about Ghost, or maybe sorry, maybe no, you didn't say it about Ghost. You said it about the new album of Ghost. But Go on. I I wouldn't ex- expect Baby Metal to last. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not seeing like ten albums down the line. You know, the girls are older. They're starting to experiment with their sound because you know they've been around a bit and they wanted to try. You know, maybe they're putting a few doom elements into the music. Or yep. <laughs> you know, I don't see how it works. I don't. It seems to me to be like. Like New Metal was, like this flash on the pan, he has a five, six, seven year, something a bit different. People are enjoying it because it's bouncy and they're probably pissed. Yep. Um, And maybe they go back to the tent and feel dirty afterwards. I don't know.
0: you got an interesting point about longevity because that's my biggest thing I I suspect. I I 100% agree with you on that. Um, I see no longevity long term in this. Um, I already think the wheels are beginning to slowly come off um, because they've tried to do a lot of build towards this new album and the buzz... Internet buzz, you know, we pay attention. Hasn't been there as much. Nah, not at all. No. Nah. Instead, they actually had to go on the defensive <clears throat> they in got regards a lot of to fans. band members. They got huge fans.
1: They got diehard fans, but it also got a lot of angry fans yep. about the. um Again, I don't know the name. The younger one who's no longer in the band apparently. Yep. um Or, or at least I'll tell you that, that no one's confirmed it, but she hasn't been at any shows for the last year. There's no uh, credits to her on the writings of the singles or anything. Do you know what I mean? So she's not involved. So. And yeah, I just I don't really get. It. Do you know the th- what I thought was going to happen, and maybe it will still happen? Is um, there are actually I don't know a lot of them, but I do know songs from some I listen to singles and stuff like that. Yeah, and there are a lot of uh, bands out in the J rock, J metal yep. kind of scene, who I think are actually pretty good. Yeah, um, and I thought that baby metal was the f- kind of herald. Of an invasion of J metal. I don't mm. know J metal, what you call it? K- J rock, J metal, whatever it would be. Yeah. Just rock and metal from Asia. Yeah, yeah, basically. <clears throat> and that's what I thought would happen. I thought, you know, baby metal were the most accessible, a bit like the gangnam style for pop. Yeah. <laughs> and that actually what that would do it would herald a wave of these other bands being suddenly capturing people's attention when everyone would suddenly realise that actually baby metal are a bit of a gimmick. Yeah. And these bands are really fucking good. Mm. You know, but then no one, seemed, no one else seems to have come out. No. You know, which I find quite strange. Um, the whole area of metal there that doesn't really reach the Western world yet, other than baby metal.
0: It's almost it almost is like there's only room in this country for one J rock J J metal M um, band. Um, yeah, because of purely because of they're the only one push. That's how it's always works. And It got. I mean, how did it
1: start. How, it started somehow for baby metal. Like, what was point one where they suddenly were.
0: Well, known no. I mean,
1: over here. Was well, it one of the things evil? that helped
0: baby metal in this country was the mainstream metal press mm. spanging on about how different and unique they were. Um, your reason, what you said, is basically why I believe baby metal are so popular, or at least popular as they are, is that what? people Nonsense. were crying. <laughs> not, not that part. Part. <laughs> no. People were crying out for something different. It yeah. is as a person who has to. Sometimes four or five albums a day. Even I can get bogged down by yeah, five death absolutely. metal records in a row. I think the same reason why things like new metal happen and other things
1: like that yeah. happen is that every now and then something that just it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be different. Will capture the attention of other people, and for a while that will be the buzz. But it does go away. That's right. And yeah. like
0: people always tend to gravitate back to. A more traditional format there's a reason why thrash metal <laughs> has lived at live yeah. for so long there's a reason why iron maiden and metallica and all them are still going strong yeah. and so on is because they are the core of metal yeah. and these different things, like you said, your new metals, your baby metals, because yeah. that's you've got With to see. Bands, it, yeah, they have like a little diversion every now and then. Yeah. And, and then we, we remember the path when we come back. <laughs> my my <laughs> kind of a wor- not worry because not I'm worried about it, but like my slight concern was that um you talked about like the other J rock and J metal bands that might get ignored, uh, not aren't coming through. Yeah, my thought was more shit. If they do turn up. People are going to instantly dismiss them because there's a band playing at Bloodstock who I off face value yeah. went oh, really. And it's called Love Bites. Yeah. And I saw um, four feet, four females. Uh, J- I saw J metal yeah. and went, oh god, they brought a baby metal style. Yeah. Um. Then I reviewed Love Bites' new EP, a four track. and went, what the fuck? Yeah. It's a thrash metal, classic metal band. Yeah. They're really good. Felt like an idiot for being a pre-junk, but yeah, J- yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's what if I'm doing that? That's what happens, isn't it? That's, that's what you, I, you know, and that's what it is. And I do wonder, like I said, is that you know and. That that that's what I wonder why as well. Like if it's just automatically no judgment going you to see. Particularly if you're females. It's a weird thing with all of this stuff, though, isn't it? Because it's not like, it's not like I hate baby metal and I hate the
1: people in baby metal and I wish them all to fail. No. I don't. I, you know, I just I don't get it. Yeah. We, we don't get it. We don't get it at all. And, and again, this isn't not getting it because of an image. This is listening to the music. Yeah. Trying it again and again. I mean, we have to. We review it for the site. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, you try and get into it, and you just don't get it. But I do have a problem with it if. I don't know enough to... Again, this isn't this isn't evidence-based or anything like that, but the the, the rumours, and they appear to be a manufactured band, they appear to be pieced together. Mm-hmm. You know, these aren't three girls who happen to know all these older guys who um, sat down, met at uni, and decided to form a band. Oh, God, no, yeah. You know, that's not what happened A here. casting call went out. You know, it's unlikely that they all sit around... I'm not saying the musicians don't, maybe the guitarists and that write their own solos and stuff, but it's unlikely, especially on that first album that most of those songs weren't hand-picked, hand-written as the ones that were gonna make the most impact by yep. being this and being that and giving it to them. There was a point in metal where we used to say that is what we were against. Yeah. We hated Linkin Park because people rumoured they were manufactured. We hated Trivium for the same reason. We hated all of these bands because that's not what we do in metal. We criticize show on this one, it's a bit hypocritical really, isn't it? Yep. Mean, do we do manufacture or do we not? Do we like real bands who write their own music and play their own fucking music on show and write all their own songs and have worked hard and toured hard. Do we like that? Or do we not anymore? Do you know what I mean? It's like what does this change now? Or is it only baby metal that are allowed to be different? And if yeah. so, like, why? What's so special about them that is it maybe it, maybe it's a silly subconscious thing that because they are a few young girls predominantly at the face of the band mm. that people other than us breaks feel a little uncomfortable telling them to fuck off. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it is like this subconscious thing. I don't I, I don't know. I don't think they're that great. I don't think they deserve the positions they are getting, and it annoys me a little bit. When they are quite high up at a festival or something like that, and a band that I think have toured for fifteen years and worked their bollocks off and are really really good or something like mm. that, I'd shunt it below them because they're not flavour of the month. Yeah, it's not the festival's point. It's not baby metal's fault. <laughs> you know, it's nobody's fault. Oh yeah, it's I would the... never
0: blame a festival. For... If I was uh, booking a festival, I'd be booking baby metal. Yeah,
1: you're got to put baby metal above. Yeah. a lot of a lot of the bands that we like. Yeah, yeah, you because know, that's what you got to do. That's what brings money. Yeah, you know, baby metal aren't meant to turn around and say no, no, no. We're not, we're going lower. That's yeah, like we want to earn it. No, 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 no,
0: no. Like...
1: no. So, but I just yeah, it annoys me because what you what I want to see a yeah, success within a metal band is that a band get together, they actually know each other, they're friends, they learn, they you know they they play music together, they write songs, they go out and they tour, they mm. work hard, they do well, we all buy their music, they get like a a, a new blood. Stage, start up A year later, maybe they're up on a you know, say, Mm. Sophie Lancaster stage, and then ten years down the line, they're headlining the. And that's what I want. You know, that's that's the dream journey for a metal band in my mind. Not like one of the members is leaving. Who's the manager going to bring in? Who you know? Here's a choreographed dance moves you all have to do. Yeah, yeah. You have to stand there. You have to stand there. Here's your outfit change for song one. Here's your outfit change for song two. I'm just like, what the fuck? This is this is so not against my beliefs that's not what I mean but it's so against what I believed was acceptable within the realms of metal I mean we're essentially allowing manufactured pop to now become part of metal because it has a heavy backing
0: yeah and that's it you're saying oh, well, as long as it's got heavy backing then yeah, it has to be as manufactured pop as they want that is a lot of people's defence isn't it that they've got heavy backing but we've talked before in this podcast and we'll say it again yeah they do have heavy backing but a lot of that heavy backing is bland. Yeah, it's not great. It, yeah. It, it's,
1: it's new metal. I genuinely, I, I listen to it, and I, it, to me, it's new metal. Um, you know, I'm not saying that's necessary. I don't know. Like, I suppose I'm saying that's a bad thing. Not, to me, Well, it's no. A bad thing. Well, yeah well well, it, yeah, well, we'll
0: say it now is um, watch out for our future podcast, which will be focused on new metal. So,
1: see where my fingers are going. Yeah,
0: so we'll be covering bands in that scope anyway. Right, let's wrap this up yeah. then. So, yeah, we don't really. But basically, the simple answer is we don't really know. We just think no. because there's something different. If somebody knows, please tell me though. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know. We'll be watching their new album very closely. Yeah, and um, we'll review it. Of course. And we will review it fairly. Oh, if yeah, 100%. Good, we'll be, we will tell you it's good. Um, you can go back and read my, my Metal Resistance um, review. To you know, So, let's end with one last track coming from a band we've had a lot of work with. Um, great band called Cosmoga. Um, The debut album was called Eve Eternity. um, It's a two-piece in Prague and Shanghai, black metal. And they released that album in March 2018. Incredible effort, absolutely loved it. And out of nowhere, they've remixed it. Nine different producers decided they wanted to do it. Why the fuck not? And the result was Eve the remixes. Um, It's an interesting album. I can't say whether you'd like it or not. I liked a lot of it. Um, because some of the remixes work and if you like the Nine Inch Nell stuff and stuff like that, and I like playing Nine Inch Nell stuff like that, the darker side of things, you'll find a lot to enjoy here. Anyway, this is the last track on that album. It is called "Thalassic Lunacy, the Grimbit remix. So enjoy that. But before we go, thank you very much for listening. Of course, we didn't say it at the start because we can, I forgot, always forget. GBHBL.com, of course, if you listen to this, you should know that anyway. Um, check us out on all the social medias and the usual stuff. Oh fuck, I should have mentioned this at the oh, start
1: something important's happening.
0: Yeah, we got fuck got of merchandise coming in. New oh, yeah, merchandise, yeah, yeah. cool shit. Gonna be opening up on Big Cartel, but keep an eye on the site, well like or social media, Facebook, Twitter. We'll, we'll let you know. It isn't turning up for like another week and a half, no. so yeah. Goodbye, we'll shit, be cool. Yeah, That's man. Us. Please. <laughs> so enjoy the song. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
2: using Grimbit Disk Cleaning Service. Please come again.